Yo, what's good with you, Dabo? What up, what up? I'm good, man. What's up, Mars? How you feeling today? Fantastic. Chill town. This should be an interesting conversation today because I already I'm, I'm I already know where it's going when we start with the Bulls championships. You already know where this is going, Mars. I, I just want to make sure we clear. You know where this is going. So <laughs> I'm going to do what I can to keep my cool and 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 and, and stay focused on the topic because you know where this is going when we get into the to that conversation. We already know where we're going with it. So I think so, it should be pretty civilized. I don't think yeah, it'll be too crazy. You you, you hope so, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> you hope so. Yeah, fellas. With that being said, uh, let's go ahead and get into some fun things. Let, let's let's get into it. So uh, while we waiting for the other guys to pull up, I got uh, I got a couple two v two matchups, and I want to know how you guys feel about these and who you guys think wins. So uh, the first team I got is Jokic and De'Aaron Fox. Okay. Second mm-hmm. team I got is Steph Curry and Bam Adebayo. Third team I got is uh, we got Damian Lillard and Joel Embiid. Last team we got is Luca and Triple J. I'm going Damian Embiid. Damian Embiid. Are they playing two on two or are they playing five on five, but they're the two best players? Five on five, but the two best players. Oh. Because okay. okay. two on two, I'm taking Damon and Bede, but Yeah, I'm about to say, I thought it was two on two. Okay. Um, with those each being, and I'm assuming the rest of the three for each team is, I guess, best optimized around their two players. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Luke and De'Aaron Fox. I mean, not Luke and De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox and uh, Jokic at that point. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking De'Aaron Fox and, and Luca. Luke, not, I'm sorry, De'Aaron Fox and uh, Joker. Yeah. Like a lot of people don't recognize that Joker's offense, his ability to score, comes off when guys aren't scoring. I mean, Joker will score when he has to, but it's all within the offense. He'll play off of De'Aaron Fox, and once De'Aaron Fox gets gets his offense going, then Joker will get his offense going. Guys like Embiid, they need to get going. Jaron Jackson Jr., you need to create offense for him because he's not that kind of offensive player. Um, I think Bam is a lot better than we give him credit for as an offensive player. I'd like to see him shoot the mid-range a little bit better. Well, not, not a little bit better, a little bit more. But mm-hmm. I do like that that Fox and, and Joker match up the best. Which is the worst, to, like, one through four? So Luke Jokic and Jaron Jackson. Okay. And then who's Luke second and- best? Like, so one through four. So Jokic and Fox is one. Um, Jaron Jackson and Luke is last. Who's two and who's three? Who's Steph running with again? One more time, Ron. Who's Steph running with? It's, it's Steph and Bam and Damon and B. I think I think Steph and Bam is worse than Luca and Triple J, in my opinion. Why you don't like Bam and, and, and Steph? I believe Bam has the tools of offensive, like offensively has the tools. Just mentally, he's just not the guy that's about to go out there and consistently give you buckets and consistently right. carry an offense. Not even carry offense, just produce on a high level consistently. He's just not that guy mentally. He has a defensive mind. And mm-hmm. if that's the case, if I'm taking between Bam and Triple J defensively, I mean, I'm going to lean towards Triple J. You can, I mean, I don't know if it's a bias or whatever. I just like Triple J more um, mm-hmm. at that point. And then Luca and Steph, uh, 
not again. We're talking about best optimized between the two. Uh, we're not just talking about two v two. If it was a two v two, I'd be leaning towards um, Bam and Steph. But if it's they have other guys that complement them at their best, like the best pieces around them, I think uh, I like Luca's playmaking more than Steph's. So I feel like Luca will get those other guys in. I'm assuming you're getting the same type of players around Luca that you're getting around Steph. Defend defensive shooters, wings that can defend and stretch the floor and give them space. I like Luca's playmaking in that situation more than Steph's. Not saying Steph can't play make, just Luca's playmaking is better. Damo, has this, hasn't Steph shown that he can win with a big man like 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 uh like what's Bam? his name? Yeah. What big man has he played with like Bam? Draymond basically. Yeah. No, that's not basically. It's a little bit smaller. It's a little bit smaller. (laughs) No, if you if if you look at if you look at that offense that they run in Miami, Uh they basically run the offense. They they run the offense through Bam, where a lot of dribble handoffs, a lot of action comes off Bam. Bam is at the high post. Bam is on the elbow. They got a lot of action coming off of him. Same logic with Draymond. Looks a little bit smaller. Set and and Draymond is pounding the basketball a little bit more. But when I think about Triple J, right? When I think about Triple J. I mean, I think mm-hmm. about how Luca would have to. Cre- Luca created a lot of offense for a lot of guys in Dallas. Like he, he, he created a lot of offense for guys like Finney Smith, um, guys like Bullock. He would have to do a lot more for triple. He'd have to do a lot more for Jaron Jackson Jr. Because I feel like Jaron Jackson Jr. is really limited offensively. I mean, he can shoot the long ball, but I think he's limited offensively. I think Luca would have to do a lot more for him. I think Bam is a better offensive player than him, and I don't think that Steph Curry would have to do that much for him. Um, I'm trying to see these. I'm trying to see the comparison between Dram and no, I said Dram. Jesus, I'm mixing them together. Dre, Dre, Dre and Bam. So on the defensive end, they both they're both anchors on their defense. We can start there. Dom. They're they're, true, both, they're, they're both the anchors on their defense. We can start there. Number two, like I said, that offense is pretty similar to what they run in Golden State with a lot of with a lot of action off the basketball with Draymond dribble handoff Draymond's. Uh, handoff and screen stuff like that. Well, Bam does that. Bam does something very similar to that in Miami, where the offense starts either at the high post, it starts in the, it starts at the elbow, it even starts at the three point line, where he does a lot of that stuff. Now, I think you looking at Draymond, where Draymond is bringing the basketball up the floor. Well, Bam is too. In fact, not only is Bam bringing the basketball up the floor, he'll actually stop and pop. I just would like to see him do that more. I feel you. I just, I, I've. And I do understand Bam's playmaking is definitely, if you want to say underrated for a guy like him, that's fair. But to put him on a level of Draymond in terms of passing and or playmaking or running the offense, I just don't see it. Like, yes, they do have their sets where they have him um, initiating the offense, but mm-hmm. not to the degree of Draymond. Draymond is right. literally – people don't call Steph a point guard because he plays with Draymond. There's sure. no point has there been a point guard that played with Bam right. where they're removing that role because of how much he's playmaking. Draymond sure. literally playmates at the level and mm-hmm. at the rate of the average point guard in the NBA. I just don't see it with Bam. Not saying that, I mean, y'all are wrong. I mean, that that's cool. And if I need to watch a little bit more Bam to see it, then I, I'll definitely do that. But just remember, too, Damo, I'm talking about he does something similar. He's not Draymond in that. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not the same thing. No, it's not. He's not the he's not the primary ball handler. He's not the guy who is initiating the offense. They run it. And I said this to you a couple of days ago, Damo. There's a difference between running the offense through a guy and being the primary ball handler. Draymond is the primary ball handler. They run the offense through Steph. Like he's he's the guy that plays off the basketball. He's the guy that they're looking for. Him and mm-hmm. him, both him and, and and Clay Thompson. 
they run that offense through Bam, not to the not to the degree of how Draymond operates, but it's pretty similar. It's similar to the way that they run that offense in in Golden State and in Miami. I feel you. Yeah, Damo. I ain't wake up this morning and I didn't think I was going to be comparing uh, Bam and Draymond Green. But next to Steph, <laughs> it's almost similar. And and my biggest thing is it's similar because both of their strong points is on defense. So they they their job is to kind of make up for Steph's lack of defense. And then on the other end, Steph's job is to kind of make up for their lack of offense. But mm-hmm. I I'll even go as far as saying Bam might even be better for Steph than Draymond. And reason being is because. As a roll threat and as a pick and pop threat, like you double, you double Steph, and Steph slips the ball to to Bam, you're you 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 in trouble as a scoring threat. But I mean, even with Draymond, though, he's still able to fight, pick the defense apart with his passing and whatnot. But imagine imagine uh, Bam being able to roll with Steph. Mm-hmm. That, Bam, Bam gets so many right. more easier looks, so many more pops and stuff like that. So I mean, now I, I, I th- that's that's for me. That's what it is as a complimentary piece next to Steph on the offensive end and being a defensive anchor. I, I think the scoring gap between Draymond and Bam is a lot bigger. That is a lot bigger as, as Bam is significantly better versus the passing gap. I, I think Draymond is a little better, but I just think that gap is smaller than the scoring gap. So I think Bam would be a better fit next to Steph because he brings he has less deficiencies as a player than Draymond because of Draymond's shooting and scoring. Yeah, I Bam mean, Bam is just a better player than Draymond right now. Yeah. Offensively, he's a better player. He has a better handle. You know, he he has a mid range game. You know, his mid range in the in the playoffs it don't be holding up, but in the regular season it's good. You know, and defensively. Why though? That's the question. Why doesn't it hold up? What's I don't know. It just it just it just doesn't. You know, and he's faced good defensive teams. That's another thing as well. He's faced Brooke Lopez, the Bucks. They'd be dropping and it just don't go in. It's fake. I ain't gonna lie, it's fake. It's just just how it is. Uh, but he is a better offensive player, though. He's a better roller, better lob threat, more athletic, all of that. Much better fit in my opinion right today. now. With Steph. Today. Yeah, today. Draymond, they sag off Draymond. Draymond offensively, he's a very limited player. You know, he's he's not a scorer at all. So no. Is it I a conversation when it comes to 2016, Draymond? Or or do, are you still taking Bam? Uh, or is that something you got to think about? You I'll taking Bam over Draymond? Draymond? Take, I, no, no. 2016. 2016, 2016. I'll probably take Draymond. I'll take Draymond. But now, no. And guys do pass guys after a while. It's not like, you know, you're better yeah. than somebody and you can't never pass that person. I mean, I'd like to think that Draymond and what, what, what are we in, 2023? So Draymond in year 11. Mm. I'd like to think Bam in year six is better than him, mm. considering where Draymond yeah. is in his well, career. Let's, I, I like to think that. Yeah, Draymond's let's, had injuries too, you know. Let's bring he it back a little bit. It. Let's let's rewind it because now this has turned into Bam versus Draymond when originally yeah. it was Bam versus Triple J. Like, let's, oh, let's okay, rewind okay, it. okay. Yeah. I, I walked into some bulls. I don't want yeah. <laughs> let's let's rewind it. Let's re- we turned this into well, we were talking about Draymond. We're talking about Draymond and 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 and. And Bam, because Being we're talking similar, about playing next to stuff, yeah. How Curry is going to play off of those. That's that's why this, that's what this was about. So yeah. anyway, keep going, Damo. Yeah, I just knew it was a lot of new people. Um, a lot more people came in mid argument, so I want to bring yeah. it back. The conversation basically started. Fact. Uh, the conversation basically started because Ron gave us a scenario with multiple t- um, uh, top two duos on a team, right? And it basically got down to the point. So we're discussing who's the better duo between Luca and Triple J. 
and Steph and Bam. And it's going to be – and it's not two on two. It's those are the two best players in a five-man unit best optimized around them. So the role players, pitch-perfect role players that are around those two. My take was I'm probably going to lean towards Luka and Triple J for the simple fact defensively between Triple J and Bam, their gap isn't something crazy. You're getting two high-level defenders as bigs. The production on offense, to me, is going to be similar. Yes, Bam might be able to do more things on offense, but the production you're getting playing next to a Steph and a Luka is going to be damn near the same. I was My reasoning for picking Luka and Triple J, Luka will have the edge in terms of playing with a best optimized five because of his playmaking. If you're putting a Clay and if I would assume you're putting a guy like Clay on both teams, you're putting these shooters, these long shooters and uh, defensive uh, uh, wings around them, I would assume Luka's playmaking is the thing that will take the edge comparing him and Steph being the point guards in these units. So Dom, I, I got, with that. Dom, I got a question for you. Because uh-huh. since, since we're on the topic of Triple J and Bam, do you think sometimes as fans we value players that play make more than players that can score? Because obviously I think the separator from Triple J and Bam is that Bam can play make, and I'd say Triple J probably is a better score if you want to depend on So do you think we also always get an edge to people who play make more? I feel like honestly, in any in any situation, people are always going to lean towards the score. But when you have two guys that score around the same, then mm-hmm. you're going to nitpick whatever it is. So even if it's so, it could be playmaking, it could be rebounding, it could be whatever it is. They're going to find something to nitpick between the two to give somebody the edge. So in mm-hmm. this situation, I feel like people will. I'm not going to say overblow the playmaking because mm-hmm. Triple J isn't known for being any sort of a playmaker. Yeah, yeah. But when it comes to Bam, and that's how we got into the Draymond conversation, with the similarities between them, they can be similarities to how they ran in the offense, but Bam just isn't giving you the level. Like, he's not giving you a level of playmaking, I think, that is worth taking him over a guy like Triple J, which any given day, Triple J is the better defender. And also, I'm looking more towards Luka than the bigs. Agreed. I'm going to go with Luka Triple J, too. I think Luka's better than Steph. So I'm gonna just give the edge to that because I think Luca's just a better player than wow. at this point. See, I, I think I think I think Luca wanted just a better better passer, better Rick player. Up. And, and score, no, I'm real. And, and, and score, yes, that's, that's, that's a better shooter. That's a better shooter. Yes, but I got an OG. Luca, Luca as a Luca as a scorer is right there, man. It's right there with Steph. Okay, you guys just look at the shooting, and I think the whole like the premise of Steph's off ball creation is so overstated. I think against good defenses, okay. off ball creation is not going to be as relevant as it against bad defenses. So in the playoffs, the whole off ball movement creating, creating for his teammates is yeah. not going to be as it's not going to be now, as pronounced as in the regular. Now, season. I, now I can Luka, agree with what... he creates. It's okay, it. now I can agree with what you said, right? About Steph mm-hmm. off ball movement, but Luca off ball movement is literally god awful. Without the ball in his hand, he is literally terrible. On defense, he's literally a cone. So if your guy only values with the ball in his hand, I cannot value yeah, him must. over a guy. I cannot value him over a guy who can do it with the ball in his hand, without the ball in his hands, oh, and is a threat on with and making his teammates better. Do does Luca really make his teammates better, or unless he only can do it with the ball? Hey man, he, he turns I mean, he all his teammates into spot up shooters. Advantage. That's all he does. That's what no, he did no, with KP. Yes. That's what he did with KP. He turned him into a spot up shooter. He hasn't been given the opportunity to play off ball because he. No, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to. Stop. He doesn't want to. He'll do what it takes to win. No, no, he'll do what it takes to win. Jalen, when have you ever seen Luca play off the basketball? When does he have the opportunity to? He's been playing with. He's had opportunities. A young Jalen Brunson. Hold on, hold on. Playing with KP. He played with Jalen Brunson. Okay, he had opportunities. Did you watch Kristaps Porzingis, especially in the playoffs? 
He did not even want the ball. He, turned, he put him in the corner. He turned him into a starter. They didn't use him well. They wanted to run run some plays through through Porzingis, but he wasn't doing it well. He he was he wasn't stepping up and doing it well. So the ball I, went back I agree to with that, but, but they didn't they use him well. They didn't use him well. They, I'm just they, saying, he, Luca literally told him go in the corner. We're gonna run some pick and pops. That's all they basically now, did. With Luca, and Luca didn't even pass the, the ball sometimes. Luca didn't that's even the give him the ball sometimes. That's the coaching. Luka, that's the system. That's all. The way they could have used him. Luca's just not a great off ball player. He doesn't play off ball. He's not great off ball. Okay, without the ball, Jalen. Hold on, wait. Answer this quick question though. Without the ball in his hand, tell me what Luke what value Luca's bring to the game. I think Luca playing next to Kyrie, especially. No, 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 no. I didn't say with Kyrie. I asked right now, <laughs> well, what value does he bring without the ball in his hand? Well, right now he doesn't do much without the oh, ball. Okay. Again, so he hasn't put the situation here? to do that. And, and you not, know, the thing, the thing is with this combo. Benefit. The thing with this combo is like we're even talking about Luca. Let's let's forget. Let's not forget. We're talking about Steph also. Steph over the last year two. He's been better than Luca. He's been having better seasons. He's been hurt. You know, I'll say that he has been I don't hurt. Think so, but other than. He's been playing better. Years. No, he, he, he won a championship. He was better in the playoffs. Uh, he he outplayed him. You know, uh, on the coach, way to winning a, a championship. System, better teammates. Better. Luca coach, has had Jalen Brunson. He had he oh, had Jalen Brunson. Uh, the okay, next uh, year they uh, were the fourteen. They dropped. Yet. He got Kyrie. They got worse partially because of him because his defense was so bad. The whole team defense was bad. Mm-hmm. No, the whole this team defense is, this is bad, on. and it was part gonna, of Luca as well. We're not, we're not gonna we're not gonna just blame Luca Doncic for the for for what the what happened to the Mavericks after Kyrie got there. One, getting a player like Kyrie Irving, yes, it's great, but you need to give him some time to adapt, learn how to play together. Two, that's also on the coaching, figuring out a system of how to play together. So let's give him a season. Mm-hmm. Now they got an off season together. Just, let's give him an entire season, and I think this season with Kyrie there, we're gonna see Luca more off ball. I think he's too smart a player. I you know what's crazy though to me though. And this is my mind blowing with this guy. Jalen is such a LeBron guy, and he always said coaching don't matter when he do LeBron. But now all of a sudden, coaching matters because Luca can't change his game off. But LeBron, yeah, coaching oh, okay. coach the system okay. matters. Coaching the system always matters. What are you uh, nah, you know, it always nah. matters. Mm-mm. It always okay. matters. I'm, I'm worried. About we, we, I got you now. Just know I know you said yeah, it. So when I, it when I, it, when it, it when it comes, you go you go. I'm gonna tell you, Luca. Was Steph Curry better? It's gonna get real. It's gonna get real. So was was Steph Curry better than? Than Luca the year that they won the NBA championship or not? Uh, what was that, 20, 20, I mean, I, I think online the regular season, the regular season, Steph had like kind of like a drought year. You know, like he was kind of yeah. shooting bad for a while. Mm-hmm. That regular, season. he was kind of off for a little bit, but in the playoffs, I think he was better. Man, Luca's just been so phenomenal the past. Luca's starting to get it, overrated. It, I ain't gonna hold you. That's though. crazy. I, I just think people again. Nah, 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 I don't nah, think Luke people realize what he's, what he's been had to work for. Luca's still Luca's still yeah, a top, top five player, man. He's top, still a top five player. I can't do it. Not top, top three, five. top five, whatever you want to do. Still definitely overrated. He said Luca top three. Come on, bro. Okay, hey, after 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 Jokic and Giannis, no, Luca could be right there. Luca's right there. And this year, shoot, I think I think Luca's gonna be MVP this year. He might just take a step. He could take a step up this year. What so if, if Luca's going to take a step, that means that the Dallas Mavericks are probably going to be a really good team this year because mm-hmm. I think they're a playing team. I, so if they're a playing team and Luca's the league MVP, he's doing something like what Joel Embiid did with the thirty-three and ten, only except he's doing more of that. And he's yeah, not going to do that with Kyrie Irving on the crew. He's not averaging thirty-five a game with Kyrie Irving on the crew. But not not thirty-five. I, I think he can give you. He can still give you a twenty-nine. You know, twenty-nine, nine and nine type of deal. 29-9-9. 29-9-9, okay. even with Kyrie there at, at good efficiency. And I think they're a playoff team. Let's say a sixth seed, possibly right. a fifth seed. 
I, I, I think he'll, he'll so with Luca playing off the basketball, what evidence, Jalen, have you had to suggest that Luca can play off the basketball effectively? Because there is no evidence. When he walked in the door in Dallas, they gave him the ball. They gave him the ball because when he was in the Euro League, he had the ball. So that translated to the pro game. That plans that translated to the pro game in today's game. So why is it so important that Luca, who is a primary ball handler, why does he have to play off the basketball? Why is that so important to you? Why is that so? No, it's just to give him give him a break offensively. I think a lot of times when he's off ball, he's just been tired. He's been carrying the offense load so much. When he doesn't have the ball, sometimes he will just stand in the corner just because he's simply tired. We see right. that a lot of times too, especially with LeBron James in 2018 and some other guys. When they carry such offensive load, they need breaks because that's how the body works. Right. Now, in terms that's of what evidence, you get subbed out the game for. That's yeah, not why you're on the floor. That's why you get subbed what, out the game. But because you're Luka Doncic and his coach, they ain't subbing him out though. They keep him on the court because they know they need him. They, they know they need him, so they keep him on the court. Now, in terms of the evidence, yes, he hasn't played a lot of off-ball. I just think he's too smart of a player. The basketball IQ is there. And actually, he's played more off-ball with Slovenia in FIBA this year. Just because of the system, yes, the players around him still aren't as talented, but the system around him, the way they play, he still right. he still does a little more off-ball than he does in the NBA. So I think, you know, taking some of that, bringing it to the NBA, I'm good with it. But I think, Jason, again, uh, the coach, the system, they got to tell Luca, hey, with, especially with Kyrie there, you can play more off-ball. You can cut to the basket. That's a big body. You know, he can be effective off ball. Right. Even if, even, even if that's true, now we got a guy in Kyrie Irving that he's going to get the, he's going to give him the basketball just to, in your words, just to give him a break. Right. Give him a break. Gotcha. Have another guy just that he could go to for buckets. So when that's going on, what exactly is he doing off the basketball? Because I don't see anything where dribble drive, dribble handoff. I don't see any action off the basketball with him screening for other people, getting other people involved without the basketball. Because, again, we can't just have a guy without the ball just standing around doing nothing. Why are you on the floor? Because if you're tired, once again, that's what you said. That's what substitutions are for. There's no reason for him to be on the floor if he's just standing around. And to his point, you're talking about Luca, not Luca. I'm sorry. When we're talking about KP, they turn KP into what Mike D'Antoni turned Pau Gasol into when he was with the Lakers. He stood in the corner and shot jump shots all day. They had no idea what they were doing with that guy. None. Mm -hmm. I don't think they, I don't think they used KP uh, at the best that they could. But I still think KP stepped up. I think he was given plenty of opportunities. He just didn't step up too. So it goes both ways. Yes, they could have used him better. And again, that's that's on that's a little bit on Luca, but it's also on the coaching and the system. But I think the player has to step up. KP didn't step up, and Jalen Brunson. I mean, he arrived during that playoff run, the last one, but he wasn't Jalen Brunson throughout the regular season that he was with Luca. He wasn't the Jalen Brunson that we know now. He improved and got better. All right, fellas, we got to keep it pushing. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and get into these super chats right now. But as you see, the title of the show, we're gonna break down the Chicago Bulls. We got some people up here that. Bro, bro you ain't see the message I sent you? You ain't see the message I sent you? Before no, the show? no. Look, I say a lot. I said, I said, I need the warm up, man. Started. All right. Yeah, so we, we, we got some people, as you can see up here, that love the Bulls. Then we got some people that hate the Bulls. We'll, 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 we'll figure out who that is very soon. We got but one we're going to talk about the Bulls. You're a Lakers fan. I ain't, you you spoiled, bro. That don't count. Y'all spoiled, bro. We'll break them down. We'll see exactly what we predict that they'll do this year and, you know, essentially what they won't do. Also, we're going to break down all of Michael Jordan's championship rings. We're going to rank them from mm. one to six. See which ones were overhyped and which ones were actually legit. Uh, and then we got some other things we're going to get into too today. But uh, before I do anything... Yo, uh, ticket, you you present? What's good, homie? What's up? How you living? Ticket TV in the house. What up, ticket? What's up, y'all? What's going on? Sure. Day chilling. What up? What up? 
Just you, yeah. ticket. you 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 got anything? Nah, it was it was it was cooking. I mean, it was a good great conversation. I thought Chilltown got me some great points about Luca. You know, uh, Jalen always makes some crazy ass points, but it's it's cool. You know, respect. <laughs> MVP Luca, man, it's wait on I, it. Hey, ticket, you don't think it's crazy how he be disrespecting coaches when he on his LeBron thing? Now all of a sudden, coaches matter for Luca. Why he can't change the game? What coaches? James got to do with this? What does this mean? LeBron got nothing to do with this. No, no, no. Leave LeBron out of this. Look, what does James have to do with this? Ticket, all I'm just saying, ain't that's crazy though, dog. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, you know how Jalen is, man. It is what it is. All right, y'all, right from the top, Tony Gratsky said, question for Chill and Ticket. What was the convo about Jordan right after the 1993 finals? Was he considered the GOAT or just top five? He was the best. He was a GOAT? He, yeah, he was, the, he was the best. And it wasn't a question because they had done something that nobody else had done. They had won the NBA championship three straight years. Did, since didn't the they Celtics built that statue too? They built that statue. At well, the, that's when he retired. Well. That's because he retired. Okay, yeah, true, true. Had he not retired, yeah, that, that, that's because he retired. He was going to get that anyway. That that was going to happen anyway. But mm-hmm. it was official that he was the he, he was the best ever at that point. Hold on, chill. What year did they build the statue? The year he retired, uh, they First unveiled year? it. The, the 93, 94 season. Yeah. Oh, I didn't they, know they, they built it that early. So he came out of retirement like yo. <laughs> and it's a statue outside the arena. With him. This is my yeah. arena. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll be in my I'm sure it was one of those un, unspoken rules. I mean, I'm sure everybody knew it was MJ's arena, but like you playing with a statue outside, that's kind of a little different. Yeah. That was people have been glazing for decades. That's what people have been glazing for decades. No, it's a respect. It's respect. It's glazed. It's glazed. It's glazing. It's not glazing, bro. The thing that I wish in terms of you, Mars, in terms of basketball, I wish you would have been around to see this guy. You have no idea. He'd have been a skip back. So hold on, let me let me make sure I'm understanding. What exactly does glazing mean? So I'm clear. I'm the oldest up here, so I'm a little out of touch with certain things. What exactly Mars does glazing mean? So I'm clear. <laughs> That's just the way to some, hate. Well, some, you know. some would say Jalen glazes LeBron. That's an example. That's an example. However, however you he, feel he front of Jalen me, acts towards <laughs> LeBron, mm-hmm. that's what glazing means. I, I don't know what you want to say. That's no. what glazing means. Oh, so somebody up here would have described glazing as I got you, OG. OG, saying somebody glazing is pretty much a way you can easily hate on something because you don't have facts to prove why they're getting appreciated. So, like what he's just doing, he just said they glazed the Jordan, but he can't prove nothing. So that's the easy way to just say he. Uh, he so like made. when people say, so like when people say cap and they just say it just to say it. Mm-hmm. He trying to call. He trying to call the Bulls saying they de riding Jordan, but I'm right. saying the society was glazing yeah. Jordan. No, he put in a lot of work. He put in a lot of work. You can't. He didn't. What do you believe warrants a statue? What do you believe? What do you believe warrants a statue? I, I, well, I don't know. I just think calling someone a goat after nine seasons, but then telling me someone else can't be the goat, and they've played mm-hmm. twenty years and they have four championships, but someone else who had three can be over Kareem, over Bill Russell, over Magic Johnson, over Larry Bird, and all he did was play nine seasons, and somehow that's not glazed. 
But if someone were to say a certain someone playing right now was the goat after 2016, it's what was the Glaze. To me, that I'm just saying, I'm just saying it's Glaze all round. You got people who glaze a certain someone playing today, and then you got people who are glazing Michael Jordan in To me, that's glaze. OG, you don't play, you don't play basketball before, right? This this is what coach would do. You literally ask Mars to run a play, and he just did whatever the hell he wanted to do. You asked him what warrants a statue. He talking about I don't want nobody to be called the goat. You didn't ask him that. I told you to run. I, a I, no, the first word I, I said. The, 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 no, the first words said, I said was I don't do, know. What do you do to get so you so you're wrong then? So the, you the first words I said wrong. was I don't know what warrants a statue. I don't. The statue doesn't bother me. Is but that was the point of the question. After nine years, that's why I said was glazed. Multiple things were said. The statue. So the statue was earned. So the statue was earned then, right? Sure. If that's all right then. So why you? That's your first three championships. Sure, give him a statue. I don't care. Calling someone the goat after nine seasons? Crazy. Glaze. Uh, right, that might be Glaze. Especially <laughs> when I hear Especially when I hear that. When I hear that. When I hear that. When I When I'm told 30 years later that one of the reasons why he's the goat is because he's six or no with six finals MVPs. But now you're telling me you were calling him the goat with three finals MVPs. Mm-hmm. You're glazing. Like, I don't know what to do. Because that means you're half of them. You are still calling him the goat. That's glass. Whether it's right or wrong. Because I don't care about accolades. So they mean nothing to me. Mm. But you can't tell me he's the goat because of six or no. But then tell me he was the goat with three. Because then clearly yeah. you're glazing the guy. You just got a dick in your mouth. And you want to just suck it. Nah. So ah. that's ah. Yeah. That's yeah. Glaze. Yeah. That's yeah. glaze. Yeah. That is glaze. That's just ridiculous. You can't tell me six and oh. He's the goat with three. He also, he also won MVPs after that, but clearly yeah. it doesn't matter because he was the goat in '93. You're just mm-hmm. glazing the man, and most of them weren't even alive in '93. They only saw the second three P, and they're still calling him the goat. They're glazing him, and that's fine. Go ahead and glaze, but acting like you're not glazing him is cap. Bill Russell was Again. clearly the goat if you cared about rings. He didn't have five MVPs yet. He didn't have six finals not a goat yet. He didn't have six rings yet. He didn't have any of that. But you're telling me he was the goat after the 90s. Right? He didn't even have 10 scoring titles yet. He had nothing that you're using to say he's the goat now, but you were calling mm. him the goat then. But then you're going to, like, that's Glaze. Facts. I, I was just trying to understand what I, I was trying to understand what you were saying. But with that being said, Mars, we got to remember who we're talking about here. We're talking about a guy who, at that time, the NBA had never seen anything like this. Not only had the NBA had never seen, not only had the NBA had never seen anything like this. It was transition. It was still a big man's game, but Jay was becoming something completely different than what the big man was when dominating in the league. Right, a guy that's not six foot nine, a guy that's not six foot ten, that plays on the box, that's averaging. 30 a game while averaging 25 a game. That's averaging 30 a game, playing above the rim and completely changing the game. And every year, now he becomes the model of what the game is. Every year, this dude was getting better. And he was the NBA at that point. Because he was the NBA at that point, add that on to them winning and him climbing the mountain. It wasn't like he just showed up like Magic did. And Magic was was, was in a pretty good situation. We still had to perform. He definitely had to perform. But it wasn't like he showed up he had to start from the bottom and climbed up, which in, the, in a city like Chicago, which is a blue-collar city, he had to climb the mountain and get them to help get them to where that they got. And him doing it in the fashion that he did it, the NBA hadn't seen anything like that. And it was official at that point. It wasn't just about championships at that point. It was about a guy who was changing the game. It was about a guy who had done something that nobody else had done. And not only had done what nobody else had done, we probably aren't going to see that again in our lifetime. 
Yeah. So it became I, I think, championships when someone who could actually but, challenge him came along. And now that, oh, that's oh, 100% that is. That's what it is. That, it don't matter. Delays. That's cool. Moving no, the goalposts to keep your guy no, in no, first. No. But hold on, wait, Mars. You can't say the organization that he worked for. Because if you want to talk about the fan base, about I, I, all I said society okay. glazed him. Society. No, you said, you said, you said giving him a statue was glazing him too. The organization gave him a statue. No, what I said was, no, because many things were said. We... The yeah, question yeah, yeah. was, what was the conversation about um, MJ in 93 after he retired? Was he the GOAT or was he top five? Mm -hmm. Then Chill said he was considered the greatest. I said, that's Glaze. Then we started talking about the statue he got, and then Mustard mm -hmm. didn't know when the statue came, neither did Ron. And then it was like, oh, that was after after he retired yeah, the first, first time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then my point about it being Glaze was the fact that he was the GOAT after nine years in the NBA. Not to mention, the first years, you can find the articles. Chill will probably attest to this. What they were saying was yeah. Michael Jordan is just putting up numbers. You can't win this way. Selfish. Mm -hmm. All of that. And that was in like 87. They were still saying those things. So he went from someone you can't win with to the GOAT in six years. 90. That's Glaze. Like, I mean, he was, no he was still six having... Six years he was, made him the GOAT is, that quick. I just think with it was stuff that Kareem people... Did, with everything Magic was doing. Magic went to the finals nine times in 11 years. Like, there's no way you're telling me that MJ just surpassed all of that with mm. three championships, but then you're going to tell me now that one of the reasons MJ's the GOAT is because of five MVPs, ten MVPs. I think it's not that. It's not that. It was just that. it was just stuff in the moment. Whenever you're seeing things like mm. that in the moment, people are going to react that way. Same thing happened with LeBron. When LeBron won in 2016, people were saying he's the greatest. And you know you what saw they something. They you were saw blazing. him do something historic. There they were. Hang on. It was. That's my point. It wasn't was That's my point. There's people LeBron. There's people blazing MJ back then too. But the Jordan Glazers living you about that game. So when Curry... It happens all the time. It happened with Kobe. When Steph Curry was being put in the MJ conversations in 2016, that was Glaze. Curry is different. I ain't that, yeah, like was every every yeah. player has yeah. these glazers, but for some reason, the Jordan fans seem to deny their participation in this. Because he he probably is the GOAT. That's why. That's You're glazing right now. Look he at you. Is. I'm not calling someone the GOAT. Oh, oh, my glazing. But what they were doing oh, is 1,000% glazed. Is that not the truth? Go, go, go watch, go watch the a Michael Jordan game. Go watch any Jordan game from the 80s. And listen to how the commentators glazing. Oh my god, it's ridiculous. But He's a god, Mars, you gotta remember too. Uh, again, we're talking about we're, we're talking about what's going on in 2023. So what we're talking about in 2023 is way different than what was going on in 1989. So a guy like Jordan, Jordan was premium. Guys like Steph, guys like Steph Curry, guys like Luca. That's not premium today. There's a lot of guys running around like that. There wasn't a lot of guys like Jordan in 1989, 1990. Not, in fact, there was nobody like him. You can nobody. listen to commentators glaze Jordan. I know. Hey, Mars, Mars, give us a point by play. It wasn't great. No, 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 Mars. I, Mars, I, 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 I think Mars. he's the best player ever. I'm just saying. Hey, Jordan hey, Mars, has us, Go ahead. Hey, <laughs> hey, Mars, give us a play-by-play -play example of how they was. So I want to hear. Oh my. Okay. No, I remember. I, I watched the. I watched the game in his. Someone's funny. I watched Hello. the game in his. I watched the game in his rookie year against the Spurs. I watched it like maybe like a week ago. He got the ball. Um, he got a steal. He missed the layup. Like it was a, it was a crazy like up and under layup. And like, they didn't talk about the missed layup. I think Orlando Woolridge got a putback or something. All they spoke about was how, oh my god, Jordan's athleticism flying through the air. Oh my god, we've never seen anything like this. It's how the commentators, how the commentators were doing to Wemby and some of these. He missed the shot. Oh my god, he's seven three, moving like this. Oh my god, I've never seen like he missed the shot. Like 
that's just glaze. Like that's what I'm talking about. It's stuff like that. It's like okay, we get the it. point is glaze. Well, I can, I do. I, the the point is glaze, but the question is, is is it warranted? Because again, we're talking about a dude who we never seen nothing like this before. So when you bring up Wendy, who have we seen? I, I, I I'm on I'm on record. I think Wendy is Ralph Sampson with a better handle in the jump shot. But we ain't really seen nothing like that in a long time. So when you see Jordan in 1989, 1990, Mars, remember. We don't have the social media. We don't have the outlets that we have back then that we have today. So Jordan, seeing Jordan on TV, that was at a premium. It wasn't like NBA games on every week or like 10, 11 games on every week. Yo, we got to see Jay once or twice, whether it was on CBS or it was on NBC. And that was that was early on. And if they weren't playing the Lakers or if they weren't playing the Celtics, they weren't on TV. So whenever we got to see him, it was something that we saw that we had never seen before one time. So it was like, holy shit, this guy is incredible. OG. Yeah, that's definitely what oh, no, comes OG. to the glaze. OG, so with that logic being said, with y'all barely getting to watch games, maybe that's why, like, your error, not necessarily saying you only care really about winning because y'all really only seen, like, the premier games and, like, the, the playoffs instead of, like, in our era, we see, like, we watch every basketball game we want, so we actually care about, like, more stuff when it comes to the game. We watched Charlotte versus the Pistons. I'm on record. Uh, say we. Most people. myself and Bob have actually had this conversation. I'm on record. I would have loved to see Stockton more. I didn't get to see Stockton until the early, early 90s, like 91, 90. I didn't really get to see him nearly as much as I would have loved to have seen him because they weren't on TV as much. If they weren't playing the Lakers, if they weren't playing the Celtics or the Trailblazers, like they, the Jazz weren't on TV very much. Right. It's just crazy how, like, everyone now, the, the big, main thing we joined is 6-0 in the final, six rings. After three rings, like I said, with Magic Johnson with five championships, getting to all those finals, Bill Russell, Kareem, all those guys with more chips than how he was suddenly the greatest player after three. That's crazy. And look, and I'm with – I think after three, you can make the case he was the greatest player just because the way he played the game of basketball, like I said, what he brought to the table, because I don't value rings like that. But I think it's crazy that all his fans who who – Value winning in championships more after three, it just wasn't consistent because there's no way Jaylen, you're this is bullshit. Magic, this no, that's is bullshit, Jalen. You know why this is bullshit? <laughs> I'll tell you why it's bullshit because today in 2023, okay, let me rephrase that in 2025, and Luca be in the league eight years. If Luca led the league in scoring seven of those eight years, and he was on an all league defensive team, and his team won the NBA championship three years in a row. And not only did he win the NBA championship three years in a row, and he was the finals MVP, I'm guaranteeing you, in 2025, we having a GOAT conversation about Luka. And they I'm would be glazing. And they would be glazing. That's the I point. Agree with you there. I agree with you. But I'm I just saying, people will do it, but that's because people are glazers. That's my point. Sure. It, it people glazing, will do sure. that. And those people doing but, that are glazers the same way the people who did it but, for Jordan. But you can't, but you, but you get the people who value championships can't do that. The people who just value winning can't do that because he doesn't have the longevity of winning or and having but five. You, but y'all can acknowledge the fact that he accomplished a lot. At, at that of course, point. of course. Put him in I, the I he was already oh, yeah. cemented as one of the greatest players to ever exist. Mm -hmm. And surely, if I was around, I would definitely be saying he was the best player ever at that point because I think his peak had already gone, and he was better than anyone who'd ever existed. If I was around, that's what I would have been saying. But it's funny that 30 years later, oh, five MVPs, he only had three at that time. Six rings, he only had three at that time. Six finals MVPs, he only had three at that time. Ten scoring titles, he maybe had, what, seven, six? Seven. Seven at that time, so he didn't even have the ten scoring titles. He had the defensive player of the year. He didn't have all his all defensive selections at that time. Like, there's so much of the, of the puzzle that wasn't there, and you were still willing to call him the GOAT at that time. 
But now you want to act like, oh, well, he's the GOAT because of this, this, and this. But you didn't care about that back then. So clearly you just thought he was the GOAT regardless. That's my Very point. Much, you, yeah. you were just... You just wanted to glaze. And Bob, go ahead and glaze. That's fine. I don't care. They were calling him the GOAT before he won. They were calling him the GOAT before you won. Hey, yo, yo, we got to move on. But before we move on, Mars, I just want to ask you a simple question. Can I get your first team all GOAT of all time? Or first team all glaze of all time? <laughs> well, like the most glazed players ever. Yes. Oh, first Steph team. Curry at the one. Steph Curry at the one. Okay. <laughs> we're, play- we're putting MJ and Kobe in the team. Steph, MJ, Kobe. Bron at the four. Ooh, most glazed big man. Go ahead. You know who it is. Just you know who it is. Won, just won it. You know you who it is. is. The most glazed big. Yes. Ever? Yes. Right now. Yes. Not by the general no, population. Man. I think it's his bubble. No, he's very no, glazable. Hold on. Hold up. It just bubble hey, with like hey, one hey, hey, glazable. He, no, he he's glazed <laughs> to a high degree. What? Hey, I want that. Thirty Thirty Crazy. Very, he's very glazable. Is he's crazy. very glazable. Wait, you said that? That's crazy. He's glazable. I don't glaze him. I'm just saying. That's crazy. That's crazy. Hold on. What makes a player glazable? What oh, makes man. it very no, no, no. Stop, oh, stop wow. extending this conversation. It was bad with Ron said it. Ron, Jaylen, Ron, you want to you know, you know what very glazing is? I just came up with that word on the spot. Me? Yeah, you. You're the one who started this down. That was me. OG, OG, that's the problem though, right? Whoever did the clips, rewind it back and do it in slow-mo double takes. Ron looked straight in the camera, eyes open and said glazable. I'm trying to take that's, gold that's the new phrase, glazable. Uh, ain't glazable. No, look, look, check this out. Check this uh, out. Mars just went on that whole rant about oh, yeah. MJ Glaze, MJ this, MJ this. You guys are, you guys are. I'm not gonna say some of the things he said, but if you ask me, in 1993, was MJ glazable? Yes, he was. Uh, uh, oh, hey, he was He had the stats. He had the championships. He had the games. Y'all can say what y'all want. In 1993, Jay was glazed. Here we go. Listen, one, one, one. I think, I think Kareem was way more glazed than um than Jokic. Uh, we literally have people who don't even watch Jokic play until he got to the finals. I don't see how Jokic is the most glazed center. I think Shaq was glazed more, and, and I'm not saying it wasn't deserved. Not, I, don't want, I don't want anybody to think when I say these names that it wasn't deserved glaze. Hey, man, glaze them. You know, we put we put Joker as a top five big man all time. No, 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 no. See, that's, that's the thing. That's what he at right no, no. now. Top five offensive talent as a big. That's always been the conversation. No, if, no. if anyone, if anyone has said, oh, he's a top five center in general, they're just on their knees. That's fine. You can glaze him, but, 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 way more people glaze Kareem. Way more people glaze Shaq than they do uh Jokic. That's facts. There, there, yeah, was Kareem, people, there were people, there were even people, even Bill Russell. There are people who can't even tell you what jersey Kareem wore that will say, Oh, yeah, he's arguably top three all time. You don't even know how he plays. You can't, you don't know what the sky hook looks like, but because <laughs> your forefathers told you he was great, oh yeah, man. Kareem, dope. That is super glaze. That is but the most glazed glaze I've ever seen. I, no, I, I get it though. I get it though. But like in the basketball community, and we're talking about real basketball heads, Kareem is regarded as, and I'm 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 gonna be loose with it, top five of all time. 
highly regarded. I don't. It, I don't think Loki even top three. Loki even top three. I'm saying you can go further than that. But this is the point I'm trying to say: Is Jokic even regarded as what is he actually regarded as? Because he's getting pushed. Further, way yeah, further than what well, Kareem well, is highly. No one regarded. has a top ten. No one has a top ten. I mean, I, I no think before the finals, Jokic was getting disrespected. He was Thank not you. being looked at. Yeah, like yeah, that. He was. He people, was. People were saying he was like Steve Nash winning MVPs, and they were saying he was robbing people. People were disrespecting Jokic. They were not and even. They were not winning the NBA championship. What happened? Everything started changing. They, they started glazing. They started glazing. He deserved it though. Like everybody was disrespecting him. We went from him being Steve Nash. Oh, so now he deserves the. Even now, people still disrespect him sometimes. I'm st- I'm st- I still see some people. No, Mustard, they don't. That's not true. Are, so he's so he's under no I don't think that Jokic is hated or anything like that, but sometimes people like. They underrate him. I don't know why. So oh, no. I don't know I'm why. Definitely is he underglazed? Yes or no? He's underglazed. He was underglazed for a minute. Under- <laughs> but is oh, he glazed? Yo, underglazed. What? We must have. We went. We went from. We went from. We went from Joker being Steve Nash to a top five five man all time in a matter of months. That is what? not a common argument. I don't think man. that's I a common thing. That's not, that's what? That's not, that's not the big man, the big man, the big man. Yeah, yeah you deal with that's low. That's low. Oh my god, that's low. Got his stance. That's low. Not five. No, no, he's not. I low don't even have Jokic. Yeah, low don't even. Nobody. I don't think that most people have him top five. When you no, name the, the five centers, nobody people, really has the people. The people who don't rank Wilt and Bill Russell will have him top five. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Because they'll just have Kareem, yeah, Shaq, yeah. Hakeem, what, and what then they is have the, the, But the, I feel like they, most people will have them in there. Y'all talk about underglazed and overglazed. What is the percentage ratio to be underglazed and overglazed? The, mo- the most adequately glazed <laughs> player of all time. That's us bring it analytics Adequately. Yeah, well, we got analytics on. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade gets the perfect amount of glaze. Dwayne Wade gets the perfect amount of glaze all the time. Maybe, maybe he is the pinnacle of what. No, no, he don't. Because I said, I said, D Wade on the score question. Everybody crucified. I think, no, 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 no. I think Shaq is perfectly glazed. I'm gonna be honest. I don't hear too many people overrating Shaq. I think Shaq is perfectly glazed. Yeah, yeah. Most people, it's like a unanimous thing. Most dominant center of all time. Three finals MVPs. One of the greatest peaks of all time. No one really is pushing him as like a top three player of all time. Most people have him top ten. Like I think Shaq is very. Uh, I think the perfect, the perfect person you said glazed is probably Tim Duncan. Tim is probably Tim. Nah, Tim Duncan has his glazers. Tim Duncan does not have glazers. That's low, though. That's, 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 low. that's just one low. guy, Mars. He's one that's guy. Tim Duncan throughout his throughout his career underglazed. Then has after his retire, more and more people look at it. Now you can okay. say he become a little overglazed, but he started underglazed. The people can during his career, he's underglazed. He was no considered yep. the top five. He was considered the <laughs> no, best no, four man ever. But no, 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 no. we wasn't showing during his career. 
Draymond's career, we wasn't showing during his career. You got it back. Jalen, you got it back. Not true. While he played, while he played, he was getting properly glazed. Once he retired, and he fell into just the the background and grew his hair out, bro. Giannis became better. AD yes. became AD. better. Like, what happened? AD I remember the AD was better than Jalen. I can tell you. I can look at the camera and tell you. I want to see this. I was one of the people. I was him. In 2020, when we was going on that run and we went in that bubble and AD started hitting threes, man, fuck a Tim Duncan. What is a Tim Duncan? What is a Tim Duncan? Get him out of here. Tim Duncan can't He's do. I remember it, it was all over the timeline. It was all over the timeline. Yes, I, I pushed the narrative. What Tim Duncan do that? Hey, hey, Mars, Mars. I got twelve tweets like that. Name me right now what Tim Duncan does that AD can't do. Come on now. So, hey, Damo, do you regret doing that now? Hell no. We got a chip. This is just from one NBA championship. Now, Anthony Davis is better than Tim Duncan. This is what was going on. This was happening. So it happens to every era because we did the same thing with Jet. I mean, we all know that one thing with that glaze throughout history. Y'all did the same thing with Wilt too during his time. I guarantee that was George Mike and glazers. Guarantee. For sure. For sure. It was Will Chamberlain glazers for sure. For sure. It was an old. I'm not going to lie. I think the yeah, Bill I mean, Russell Glazer kind of serious. No, People no, never watched no, it. Considering the state of the country, I don't know how many people were really glazing Will Chamberlain and Bill Russell. No, no, no. no. I'm going to tell you how. OG, not no offense, <laughs> but he kind of reminded me like yeah, he's wow. like an old school guy who loved the game of basketball. He don't watch everybody play. He Especially said, Bill Russell. You know Bill Russell. Bill Russell definitely doesn't have glazers. He don't got no glazers back when he was the guy. He's the most glazed player of all time. Yeah, Bill Russell actually might be the most underglazed. Hold on, but now though, now he might be overglazed because people don't even watch him. Just oh, like Ray, yes, think about it. They don't. People have never watched. Oh, Bill Russell, Russell is plumber this, plumber that. No, 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 hold on, hold on. People have never watched a full Bill Russell game. I will put him in their top ten. Just that is not him. true. That, no, that's The people who don't watch Bill Russell just don't rank him. They'll just say plumbers. That's you tell me that there are some people. There are people that still put him in their top ten. They still no, they won't. Must it? Yes, they no, do. they will not. No, no, no. They do. They do. They Watching the whole 1960s game, there's a lot of people that have not done that. No, I agree. I agree. I think there is people who just look at the Boston reference, 11 rings, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. I agree. There's people like that, but I think they're a minority compared to the amount of people who just say, Plumbers, sixties, trash. They couldn't do it in today's game. They're That's more. True. There's more of that. Way more of those. He's still underglazed. I'm. I'm running the Bill Russell glazed club. That's right. fine. I'm not the only one. All right, y'all. We we got to keep it pushing. But that was an amazing dub glazed conversation. I'll be the first to say it. But uh, let's go ahead and dive into these super chats. Uh, we we got a couple more. Uh, and that all spiraled off of one super chat too, with a uh, dude asking about Jordan in 1993, and then we got to the statue, and then everything went the way it went. Well, well but the Rose said, "Children put Messi, Pele, or Ronaldo in his top ten athletes of all time <laughs> when they wow. are the greatest athletes of the greatest sport in the world." Oh, Shaking my head, no, That's they're not. Yeah. Messi wasn't a better athlete than Deion Sanders. He wasn't a better athlete than Bo Jackson. He wasn't a better oh, athlete than Chamberlain. Okay, yeah. He wasn't a better. I, I, I can do this all day. No, he wasn't. So you mean, so you mean athleticism? 
Yes, yeah. that's all yeah. we talking about. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what, fair. That's what, fair. What, what no, what exactly? no, 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 I thought you were talking about like a accomplishment. Ronaldo doesn't compare to like these. Okay, okay. LeBron James, Will Chamberlain. Yeah, no, hold on, but when you talk about greatest athlete, I think Ronaldo's a crazy athlete too. Ronaldo, Ronaldo's a crazy athlete. Average for an NBA player. Yeah, yeah, no. Ronaldo has like an NBA. Yeah, he has. He has like thirty-two inches. You know what's crazy? I'm thinking about him on a soccer field. How crazy high he's getting on a soccer field. I'm not comparing that to the NBA players. You're right. Yeah, hey man. I think I'm never defending soccer again. That's the last time. I think it was something like he has the same vertical as like Luka Doncic or something. Like it was. It's not. Oh yeah, get him out of here. Get him out of here. I mean, the greatest athlete. You got. You got to set a criteria, right? I bought for that conversation. I do how you dominated in your sport. You know how great you are in your sport, and then just raw athletic ability, speed, strength, agility, those raw metrics. Put those two together, mm-hmm. and you can make a list. So I agree with it. Bo Jackson, the, any guy who's played uh, Deontay, any guy who's played two sports, MLB and NFL, you're clearly going to be one of the greatest athletes of all time. So mm-hmm. Yeah, if he, if he was doing it off pure athleticism, yeah, they don't make it. If he was doing just, like, athletes to dominate their sports and, like, and how great they are, is. then Messi, Pele, Ronaldo would probably have to be in there. Wait, somebody said Jeter not even... T- you have Derek Jeter in your list? That's crazy. Derek Jeter was a little crazy. Oh. But Derek Jeter is not even a top 20 baseball player of all time, if that. He's what? not top 10. Not even a top base. Yeah. Not even a, Derek, Derek, Jeter, even a top 10 Derek Jeter, I, I, I watched what? this for real. Derek Jeter is the most overrated baseball player in, in, in history because he played for the Yankees. He's going to negative Are you saying Chu is blazing Derek Jeter? Derek Jeter? I'm going to tell you right now. Derek Jeter, the most glazed athlete ever. Y'all talking no, about a glazed athlete? Derek wow. Oh, we're back to glazing. We're back to glazing. Wow. I'm telling you, it's crazy. Derek wait, wait. No more Garcia Parra had a better peak than Derek Jeter at shortstop. Yes. No more Garcia Parra. No more Garcia Parra was better. Derek Jeter, if Derek Jeter played for the Florida Marlins, he would not be up there. Adrian Beltre is a better player than Derek Jeter. If he played for the Florida Marlins, he would not be that. He played for the New York Knicks. If he played for the Florida Marlins, he'd be the all-time hit leader with the Florida Marlins in the five years that he played with them. They were garbage. He'd have more Golden Gloves than anybody with the Florida Marlins. You talk about Golden Gloves? He'd be the best player for his career. He, he had the highest yeah. average than anybody on the Florida Marlins because he's the, he would be the best player I mean, that they've ever had, 100%. There is nobody in the history of the game that I watched. And I am president of the Ken Griffey fan club. You want to talk about glazing? I'm president of the Ken Griffey fan you, club. There. But there is nobody there. who has gotten it done when it had to get done more than Derek Jeter did. No, you have no idea. I have no idea. That's a Playoff wait, performance? Wait, 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 Carlos Beltran was a better playoff performance. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I ask a question? Can I ask a question? Because this this is the only reason why I'm asking this. Yeah. When you say greatest athlete, because you said Bo Jackson, Dion, are we talking? Will are we talking about actual athletes? Or are yeah. we talking about dominating their sports? Because if yeah. we're talking about athleticism, your physical abilities, I'm not seeing how Derek Jeter's on this list. He's not. Derek Jeter not. as Derek Jeter as an athlete. Yes. Yeah, Compared to other baseball about, athletes. Yeah. Yeah. Compared to other baseball players as like, athletes, like, like, how are you putting Derek Jeter up here? Is he, chill time. He's not a better athlete than Willie Mays. As a 5 guy, he's not a better athlete than Barry Bonds. Oh, how many times have I watched Derek Jeter go from But Barry Bonds, yeah. you know. I, I mean, yeah, hey, yeah, he, he was better. Pre, he was better. There's, there's yeah. probably, there's, there's ten current baseball players now that were better athletes than Derek Jeter. Now, Mike Trout is a better athlete than Derek Jeter. Mike Trout is better. Tati, no, Elio Cruz, Julio Rodriguez, all three of those guys are better athletes than Derek Jeter. 
But if, if it's just about it players, then we're doing the whole top ten just Cor- a bunch of Corbin Carroll. He's another one. It would be a bunch of it would be a bunch of NBA players because I NFL think NBA players, players are the best. Yeah. Athletes. I think yeah. NBA players are the best. Yeah. 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 Track stars, track stars, track athletes, and it's a lot of track track athletes, and it's track athletes in that conversation. You know, you got other guys as well. It's track athletes in there too. Hey, don't we consider like swimmers as well, like 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 Michael Phelps? I had a tie between Michael Phelps and Serena Williams. I, I, Serena I had a tie between Michael Phelps. I had a tie between Michael Phelps and Serena Williams. Serena Williams is no more athletic than Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, we're doing like pound for pound. It got to be football players. We do. If we're talking about guys who dominated their sport and stuff like that, okay, I can see. It's definitely an athlete, Dama. It's definitely it's athletes. And it's still, and it's dominating, but it's more athletes than it's dominating. Okay, it's, de- it's, it's definitely okay. dominating. Dominating is in there, but it's athletes too. Okay, I'm, I'm, if this is a mix of criteria, then hey, your list is fine. I what? thought initially when you said it, it just sounded like you were talking from a pure athleticism standpoint in their sport. So if we're talking about pure athleticism, that's why I was like, I don't know how Derek Jeter's in this conversation. If right. we're talking about just athleticism and physical right. ability, that's it's it. But if it's called dominating, winning, all that other stuff too, then all right, you got it. Yo, I, I Dom, when this man said Jeter not top twenty, well, well, I don't name you twenty guys be better easily. Go ahead, please. This, the, the dude who set the super chat, Taylor, he wrote whoever he is. Just so you know, I just started watching soccer. Like, what are we in twenty twenty three? I just started watching soccer in twenty ten. You know why? Because my daughter played soccer. I don't know anything about soccer before my daughter started playing soccer. I'm watching the World Cup in 2010, and I'm watching Argentina, and I'm watching Brazil because I need to know what a forward is. I need to know what a goalie is because I don't want to be that dumbass parent at the game that's clueless when somebody is asking me what's going on. I don't have no idea what soccer is, and I don't. I need to understand the game before then, right? I need to understand. Oh, I'm sorry, football. I need to understand what it is. So Pele, I mean, because I, rem- I remember as a kid, they brought the uh, they, they brought a league. Over with Pele and it crashed. It wasn't even close to good with Pele over here. It wasn't close to good. Nobody was paying attention to soccer over here. Nobody was paying attention to how big of a deal it was until I went to Europe and saw how big a deal it was. Mm-hmm. It's different over there. You see how easy it is to just admit you're a casual or something? Chill did it with no shame. But you guys in the no. chat want to just <laughs> deny the fact that you're casual. It's okay. Jeter Glaze, though. Woof. I know nothing about baseball. I don't know who cooked in that second, but I side with Derek, Derek G is the most glazed boss baseball player ever. He, he really is. He really He's just is. not that guy, man. And you, you see exclusive excellence just sent through a super chat. He said, Otani. Uh, Otani. If anybody glazable. Okay. Yeah. Are we just ignoring tickets profile picture right now? We're just ignoring it. <laughs> Wait, who's taking profile picture? That's what you go. That's DeAndre. That's DeAndre oh. Ayton and some chick that he messing around with. Hey, look. Oh yeah. And so look about that situation. They already went through some with uh, the bubble. I mean, before the bubble, when you know they had a team meeting. You know, that's how they just get down. And I think Ticket was on Dub Chat. And he asked like, "Why all these NBA players go for that?" You got to think about. It. They be hounding these dudes. They the dudes with money. Then you got a shorty where you got everything you want. All all I need you to do is certain stuff on command. I'm trying to keep it PC on PC or PG on PC. So that's why they go for them though. You get the top tier stuff, and then you know you don't have to worry about nothing. What else you need from a woman if you ain't got your high school sweetheart? Honestly, and that's why they go for them. So, and he been talking to her for a minute. So. Hey, it is what it is. All right, y'all. Well, this is the perfect time to transition into the main topic of the show. We are going to talk about the Chicago Bulls, what we think they'll do this year, 
real bad. What we think they should do this year and how we think certain players for the Bulls will perform. Uh, before we do that, I'm going to go ahead and set the table, and I'm going to let you know some of their offseason moves, uh, additions, and I'm going to let you know some of their offseason subtractions. So we got the Chicago Bulls. Uh, as you know, they got DeMar DeRozan. They got Zach Levine. They got Nikola Vucevic. They got Alice Caruso. They got some other guys, and we'll, we'll talk Ooch. about them. What, what they have added is Javon Carter, right. Tory Craig. Uh, they re-signed Kobe White. Um, they re-signed uh, Ayu and um, Vucevic as well. Uh, they lost Derrick Jones Jr. and Patrick Beverly. And that's about it. So I from, there, from there, I'm going to ask you guys, what are your expectations of the Bulls this season? Uh, Damo, I'm going to start with you. Um, I'm gonna keep it super hot. Uh, I don't have any expectations of the Bulls. Lonzo's not playing. Um, nah, I, let me stop. Honestly, I, nah, I really don't. I don't see it for this team. Demar Frozen is reverting to his old ways. Zach Levine needs to be traded. Lonzo's not playing. Caruso needs to be freed. This team honestly needs to blow it the hell up. In my opinion, there's no hope. As a Bulls fan, I don't know how you look at this team and think, "Hey, man." This will be the year we might need to make something happen because nothing is going to happen. You need to blow it up. You need to tank. You need to rebuild. Get mm. these guys up out of here. Get as much draft capital. Get as much future assets as you can and, and, and just get it pushing because I need room for my magic and my patience to make the play in and teams like the Bulls is in the way. Yo, I said Pacers, I mean Pistons. I'm sorry. Yeah, Magic See, you're not even a real fan. Yeah, I knew I, knew I said like Tyrese Dale. No, no, I've been like Tyrese. It's not more than you and um, you and who was it, Jalen? Yeah, nah, y'all love him way more than me. Yeah. But but if we talk about the Pistons, hey, y'all know what it looks. But anyway, but yeah, that's my assessment with the Bulls. I have, I really don't have any expectations. I expect them to be a bottom feeder. Uh, in in all honesty, yo, ticket. What up? What's up, man? Talk to us about the Bulls. Do you have any expectations for them this year? <clears throat> They'll make the playoffs. They are a good coach. I don't think Billy D's a bad coach. I think he's been dealt a bad hand over the last couple of years with injuries and stuff like that. And then, you know, guys just uh, rebelling and things like that. But I think he'll be around a 46, 45, 46 win uh, mark this season. I think they got enough to win those those amount of games in, in the Eastern Conference. Um, I think we're going to see uh, until Philly clears up their situation. I think that team is going to dip off a few wins just based off of controversy and things they got going on over there. Uh, until they clear that up, I don't think they're going to be back straight. Also, I think that the uh, Bucks are going to drop off a few games this season, too. I'm not going to say they're going to fall off a cliff, but I think some of these games and some of those teams like Boston, these guys, who I think got worse, will drop off. I think the Bulls can sneak and get a couple more wins than what they had last year. Like I said, I see them around a 45 win mark. I, I don't think I think we'll go through a season of rumors again, but mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think I, I think they're going to wait to see how this thing starts out uh, for the first couple months of the season. I, I don't think the Bulls going to start too bad. I don't, I don't look at them as being too bad. I don't think they're, they're good enough to win a championship. I don't think they're good enough to win a playoff series, uh, but I do think that they can win around 45 games, make the playoffs, and that's not their goal, but I think they'll string you along just enough to where in the midway mark, they'll feel like, okay, we can get into the playoffs with this team making run, but really they won't be able to. So, yeah, 45 wins, first round exit. Um, 
And then after the season's over with, they'll probably move on from uh, Levine or one of those guys. All right, cool, cool. Um, SB, <laughs> how are you feeling about the Chicago Bulls right now? Talk to us. Oh, uh, first off, uh, good, good takes by Damo and, and Ticket. They was kind of hitting on the market. And that's actually the problem with this Bulls team because – we lost Lonzo Ball, and then you don't make any moves to improve what we're missing from this team because we got a lot of forks and our utensils. We ain't got enough knives and spoons because Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan, both games, is pretty much in the same realm. Uh, we need a guy like a point guard who can defend, who can actually get these guys from going rented from their shot selections. Um, I don't like the move with uh, Javon Carter. That's not moving me. Uh, I like that Kobe White got signed back, but I honestly feel that we should have let him go free and actually become a better player because his style of play doesn't fit what we need on this team. And then also he won't have time to flourish in what his game, uh, what his game uh, told him to do is that's which is score the ball. Then we got Patrick Williams playing out of position. I honestly believe that we should have broke this team apart or at least got rid of DeMar DeRozan because obviously, you know, Giannis Antetokounmpo is going to be on the way. And I'll, I'll tell you why he's going to be on the first train to Chicago later on in the show. But I think we need to keep something together to show that we can actually still compete. And then also we get a word of DeMar DeRozan, maybe go for a point guard and then actually put Patrick Williams back in his right position. I think we, we would have been better. But for what we have on this team, we have too many guys like a Vucevic who could be an all-star caliber player. DeMar DeRozan as an all-star could be an all-star caliber player and Zach Levine. So we got three guys who could potentially make the all-star game. And the best I can see us doing is being a play-in team and can't get out the first round. No, you have to make adjustments. Cause if I, if I tell you, I got three potential all-stars on my team and the best we could do, was get the play-in spot, that's bad. And I think somebody has to go. I think the team is just a bad fit. It's like we got a bunch of Lego pieces that don't fit together. We can't build nothing. That's the real problem with this team. All right. Cool, cool. Jalen, how are you feeling about the Chicago Bulls? I mean, yeah, I think they all, they all said it. They're just in a weird place where they're not going to contest for a title, but I don't think they're bad enough to get some you know, top three, top five uh, lottery pick. So they're just kind of stuck in this middle ground where they might sneak into the playoffs, be a playing team, still win you 40, you know, I, I think 40-plus games because DeRozan, Vooch, Levine, it's still a confident big three. Um, mm -hmm. You know, 222 for sure with DeRozan and Levine, 20-point-plus scores, probably 23, 24 points, and then Vooch can get you 20 and 10 any night. So, I mean, again, they have the talent there as a big three. If they put some pieces around them, I mean, even if they tr trade for a piece and try and try to make them try to make a push, they're not going to be better than Boston. They're not going to be better than Milwaukee. They're not going to be better than I mean, Philly. Maybe we'll see, you know, with the Harden situation, but th there won't be a real championship threat. So I, I think you know, midseason, if they want to blow it up, trade these guys off and just start a rebuild, uh, I think that'll be perfectly fine for the Bulls, and that's probably the smart play because right now they're just stuck in the middle of nowhere land. Got you. Okay, okay. Chill. Talk to us about the Chicago Bulls. Do you have any expectations, and are you looking forward to seeing anything from the Bulls? One of the worst things about winning is now people expect that. It's a good thing, but it's also a bad thing. So when you got a franchise that hasn't done anything, and then they have a then they have a, a span where they're winning, now people think that that should be the standard. When in reality, all that really is is just them having a string of luck where they went on a run. And then they just go off the deep end. So the Chicago Bulls, who were perennial doormats, all of a sudden they get Jordan, and then they get Pippen, and they get Horace Grant, and they get 
Armstrong and they get all of these guys caught right and John Paxson and then they start winning and then the team gets flipped and then they get cool coach and then they get all of these guys and then the team starts winning. Now everybody expects the Chicago Bulls to be like what the Lakers were, like what the Celtics were. When in reality, management is the management is the biggest thing with them. And when they lost Jerry Krause, they were never really the same. They've just kind of been a team that's been at the door and then way further away from the door. They lose Derrick Rose, then they get Jimmy Butler, then they get Rondo, and then they're back here again. So the worst part about the Chicago Bulls is that the best part about the Chicago Bulls is that they won, but the worst part about them is that they won because management is now expected to do the same job that they did back then, only except they haven't been doing that. And you look at the Chicago Bulls team right now, losing Lonzo Ball was the linchpin in this whole thing. Everything that they've done up until this point, they were a really good team going into the 22-23 season. If Lonzo Ball is healthy, I think that they're possibly a top five seed in the East. Losing Lonzo, that completely threw a monkey wrench in everything that they were doing. Now Zach Levine's got to be a ball handler more. Now DeMar DeRozan has to be your table setter, which is not his job. Vooch has to be more of a ball. This, th their whole dynamic got screwed up with losing Lonzo Ball. And now he's not even going to be on the crew. And Kobe White hasn't materialized like we thought he would be in a lottery pick out of North Carolina. I think the Chicago Bulls may be a playing team. Possibly. That's as far as I'm going with them. All right. All right. Uh, Mustard. What's your thoughts oh, man. And on the Bulls? Um, you know, as a Bulls fan myself. Now, shout uh, out to you, my brother. Yeah, there you go. We, we, we got to stick together. Through I know, this hard man, time. I know. It's, 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 some, it's really tough times. I think the Bulls front office, they're super incompetent, um, but it's, it's <laughs> everywhere. It's everywhere. You know, it's, it's development it's also. And making like certain moves. is super incompetent. Uh, yeah, like they're they're so beyond incompetent. Like they've moved uh -huh. off certain players that they didn't develop well, like Laurie Markinen, Wendell Carter, and they've gone on to do great things. You know, Laurie Markinen is better with the Utah Jazz because they actually let him develop. They used him the right way. They used yeah. him a lot better. You know, and with the Bulls, um, Zach Levine blowing that all up for Demar Derozan. Of all, of all, of all players, Demar Derozan is not a bad player, but you cannot win a championship with Demar Derozan. You, you just mm -hmm. can't. Um, no matter what you can do, uh, maybe you can make him like a bench player or a third option, something like that. But as your best player, he cannot be. You cannot win a championship with him. And when you run, when you're in an Eastern Conference with Embiid, uh, Giannis, uh, the Heat are better. The Celtics have Jason Tatum. The no Demar Derozan led team is gonna do anything. And, you know, Vucevic, bad defender. Uh, Levine, bad defender. Um, and now you have Caruso, who's – Caruso's doing his best. Not going to lie. He's the best guard First defender in the defense. league. You know, yeah, to, yeah, to me, he's the, the best guard defender in the league. Um, but, you know, there are still obvious holes. DeRozan is not good. And Vooch, you had to re-sign him because you traded him for picks. You know, Franz Wagner could have been a bull right now. But, no, we had to go and trade – for Nikola Vucevic, and what has that gotten us? A playoff appearance, and we're not making the playoffs next year. I, I don't think we're making the playoffs. I think we're going to be a playing team, and we're going to lose, and that's just how it is right now until they move off of DeRozan and just rebuild. Blow the team up. But no, the, the, the problem that we do have, though, because with the Larry Marketing thing, I think people do gas, gas that because it was a Jim Boylan situation where he was mismanaging everybody on the roster, and Larry Marketing really couldn't play because he was getting hurt. You had a coach who – 
was running a team like conditioning practice after a back-to-back game on the road. So it was a lot of things that were said about how Jim Boyle ran the team. So I wouldn't say Larry Marketing, that situation wasn't really on the management. I believe that was on the coaching staff because even Larry Marketing went to Cleveland. And also another thing, well, Larry, Larry got hurt a lot in Chicago as well. Because like, it, it was Jim Boyle. No, it was, yeah, no, it was Jim Boyle. No, no I, I just think Larry's body, you know, like, he 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 just got hurt a lot, you know. It happens, you know. He's no, missed. Time no, no, as okay, well. no, no, watch this though. Uh, but Look, Ron, Ron and Chill, and I believe even Tiggy, they didn't play. They didn't play college or a higher professional level. You did a back to back on the road, and then as soon as you go back to the school or back to your whatever hometown, the coach make y'all do like conditioning type practice, running suicides, running full game scrimmage. Would you not get hurt after coming off a back to back? You ain't getting no rest time. Mm. And that, then that was the problem with Jim Boylan. He was still uh, – it was it's like a whole, like, articles and stories about how he ran that team. It was all around bad. Nobody didn't like Jim Boylan. I think Markinen played his second most games this season in Utah since his rookie year in Chicago. Yep. So he was on the floor this season more but I, I, the I second most think, than he was in Chicago. I, I do think um, Patrick Williams is good. I know, like, his numbers look a certain way, but, like, I think he he has a nice mid range game. Um, he doesn't have like a great handle or anything, but it's kind of control. If you if you watch Patrick Williams, he has mannerisms that are very similar to Kawhi, and that's why people compare him to Kawhi. He's not Kawhi though. He's not gonna be no. Kawhi. Not gonna say not saying he's gonna be Kawhi. Uh, but I do think when he leaves, he's gonna be good. He's gonna no, be a solid, is, decent player. Now look, um, and I'm defensively, he's great. He's he's a great defender yeah. as well. Um, very uh, switchable. Can defend yeah. the pick and roll. Nice lateral quickness. Good hands. Um, I think he's he's going to be a good player, and he's going to leave, you know, just like everybody else leaves, but, and he's going to be really good to, Buster, somewhere else. Buster, this is my problem, though, like, because I, I get it. Like, I love Debo because off the court, he's everything that you want. He's a great leader. He brings the young guys, make a workout and everything. But on the court, he's nothing that you want. And now another problem of Patrick Williams development. Okay, okay, okay. He, he's not that bad. Okay. No, I, no. I, I, I mean, this I mean, is the Mars like, propaganda. Mars started this, just so y'all know. Yeah, yeah, it was no, Mars who started this. Mars is the one who started the Mars propaganda. Mars got negative blades. Negative blades. Let me land a play. Let me land a play. First of all, Mars don't have nothing to do with this. I watch the Bulls and I see this on my own. Me and Mars don't need, as much as me and Mars argue, we never even argue one time about the Chicago Bulls ever in life. So Mars don't have nothing to do with it. It's just the what you have to see on the court and what the Bulls need. DeMar DeRozan, one problem that he has is he stunned the growth of Patrick Williams' development. You know why? Because Patrick Williams has to play out of position at the four, and he's not necessarily good to play the four. I understand that the league is a small ball league, but his natural position is to play the three. And he's not going to probably develop to the player, even a Kawhi Leonard status type player. I believe he can be. I doubt it, too. He's not going to be Kawhi. He's He's not going to be Kawhi, Kawhi, but he can't even get close to that if he's playing out of position. Then also, how can he develop his offensive game when you got a guy like DeMar DeRozan who literally every time he gets the ball, he's literally gunning to take a bad contested mid-range shot. He might hit 35% or 40% of them, but it's still a bad shot. And that's the problem with DeMar DeRozan. He, that's it. Uh, I mean, DeMar DeRozan, I, I think DeRozan, one, DeMar I think, DeRozan I think, is a two-guard. That's number one. And what do two-guards do? He's playing out of position, too. No, here's right. the thing with so, DeRozan. That, that's that's why. This has nothing to do with DeMar DeRozan. Wouldn't this be a Billy Donovan no, no, thing? No, no, I, I think no. – the no. problem with DeRozan, here's my thing with DeRozan. It's not like he's not like he's because just so you know, he was he, he was he was he was he was labeled at the four last year. It's not like DeMar DeRozan mm-hmm. said I'm playing the four this year. No, 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 no. He's, he, he's he's a four because like on defense, you try to keep him away from the perimeter as much as possible. Right. He is a really, really, really bad defender. You know, like for someone like 
He's a six-six shooting guard that they slide to the floor, two positions down, because they're trying to remove him from the perimeter as much as possible. You know, and and offensively, he has limitations as a floor spacer. You know, he he misses reads a lot. He's not a uh, he's not a bad playmaker. He can make some nice passes here and there. You know, he, but but yeah, he just doesn't have the great reads, great vision like that. Um, and like he he's aging as well. He's not the athlete that he used to be. You know, he's relying heavily on that mid-range jumper, and his defense has gotten worse. Um, you know, it's, it just is what it is. He's he's just not number one. He's not number What's one. What's the goal with this unit, the way this unit is put together in Chicago? What exactly is the goal? Um, I think they just want to be competitive because they yeah. don't want to tank. They don't yeah. want to tank right now. Um, t- and they have players that are still on contracts. You know, yes. Levine – they 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 want to build just, around him. They just gave him a, a contract, you know. So um, they're just trying to compete right now. And Lonzo's injury, I think, just ruined everything. It, I must it must like is you being a Bulls fan, you will understand this. This is two problems that we have. OG one, and it must here here's tell you this, this truthfully. When AK took over, because we had the guard packs era, when everybody in the Bulls era, we was mad. AK literally came in the door said he always gonna try to compete. He wanted to let the fans know that he gonna try his best to make the team good. And it's been a blessing and a curse. Like, all right, you came to the door, you went to go get Vooch. That's why he made all these aggressive moves that he did. He showed the fan base that you want to win. Now, okay, you proved to us that you would do whatever it takes to win. Now let's get let's get back to basic. Let's actually put some pieces together that fit. Or they're also the other problem that they have, they love DeMar DeRozan. Like I said, off the court, DeMar DeRozan is great. And I know the organization sees that. But if Zach Levine is our guy, and we see that him and DeMar DeRozan do not fit together, let DeMar go. I know I love DeMar as the person, as what he do for the city of Chicago. But if Zach Levine is our guy, you have to let him go. And they don't know how to let it go. And that's that's the two big problems that we have with the city right now. He can come back to I, Toronto. He can come back to Toronto. I don't understand why it's – don't get me wrong. I know it's very difficult to run an NBA organization, especially as, a, especially as a GM. I know, I know it's really difficult to do that. With that being said, the benchmark, right, and not just the benchmark, the blueprint for having a successful organization is you got to get a guy. To build around. You got to get one guy, and this is our guy. We're building around this guy. Number two, the city of Chicago is a basketball city. If you tell those people, this is our guy, we're building around him, and you suck, but this is our guy, and we're building around him, they'll get behind you. They'll absolutely get behind you, as opposed to telling the city of Chicago that you put in this piece here, you put in this piece here, and these people know basketball, and they know that this isn't going to work. We're going to make the playoffs. Add that to the fact that you've already won in the past and you've seen Jerry Krause build championship units over and over again. So you know what it looks like. And you know you're getting bamboozled here, which would explain why these people in Chicago are like, this is nonsense. This is absolute mm-hmm. nonsense. What y'all doing? Yeah. Is Chicago and still a basketball city or are the Cubs more popular? No, Chicago's no, no, it's still a basketball city. It's still a basketball city. No, no, city. Actually, actually, no, I'm going to keep it a buck. we actually a football city. The football, I'm a, yeah, they're a football I'm going to tell y'all this right now. The Bears. Bulls won six championships. The mm. Sox got one. The Cubs got one. They still say the 85 Bears championship is better than any championship in Chicago ever hit. Mm. And the Bulls got six, and they rather had the 85 Bears championship. So we really a football city for the NBA. And that's been almost 40 years. It's been a while. I'm trying to tell you. That's been good. Yeah. It's, 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 football it's king, though. Wow. It's, it's, it's not, it's not yeah, Football so king everywhere. A lot of places, yeah. Football is yeah, king. As good as the Dallas Mavericks are. Dallas is Dallas Cowboys. That's that's the Cowboys yeah. city. The Cowboys could be bad for 40 years. They'll still be. That's a Cowboy yeah, city, 100%. Cowboy city, no but it's still a basketball city, though, just like Houston yeah. is a basketball mm-hmm. city. Mm-hmm. Hey, who's that's that? actually Pat funny. 
No, Pat, look, you got you to gotta just stop asking people around our neighborhood in the hood because we care about basketball more. If you go around the whole city of Chicago, mm. 85 Bears walk on water, bro. Like, it's no championship compared to that. Especially I'm not going to lie. A lot, of, a lot of cities with a historic, like, football like well, football heritage, if it's a football and basketball city, it tends to be leaning more football. towards football. Always. Mm. That's kind of Because I feel like it's the same thing with Philly. Love a Sixers, but boy, oh boy, when the Eagles are good and they win, different. Hey, different. Ain't no talk Mars, different. Mars, Football is so a more popular know, sport. In just so you know, Mars, with the with the with the Golden State Warriors or the San Francisco Warriors, San Francisco is a forty nine er town. I don't care how good the Warriors are. Mm-hmm. I don't care how good they'll ever be. It'll always be a forty nine er town forever. They love about football. That's just that's, that's all it yeah, is. Football is a more popular sport. It is what it is for sure. They love Stephen Curry, but when that boy Kaepernick was going crazy, mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing like it. Yep. It was nothing like it. <laughs> I think only which person, is kinda, which is kind of crazy, Mars, because if, if knowing you and your logic, just so you know, the San Francisco 49ers, they don't exactly play in San Francisco. They play in San Jose, which is like a Santa Clara, which is like <laughs> 45 minutes south of San Francisco. I know it's nuts to say. Bro, I mean, th- those football stadiums are so massive, it's hard to get them in the city sometimes. <laughs> all, all, all the major Chicago teams play in the city. The Bears trying to move out, though. Yeah, so back to the Bulls. Is there any players on the Bulls that you're looking forward to wow, this season? Ron, your mic loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sound like you're talking through a mega speaker. That's that's better? Yeah, you good now because I don't Mars, you don't, come you don't to the principal office, Mars. Yeah, you, you don't got to scream at me. Oh, my God. Damn, uh, I, right. you. I know I'm getting old, you. but I can hear you. I'll, I'll be easy. I'll be easy. Thank but, you. Uh, is, is there any players on the Bulls that you guys are most looking forward to? Or Zach that you Levine. think have breakout seasons? Zach Patrick Levine Williams. getting the Patrick help Williams. out. Pat Will. Pat, Pat having Will. A, back, a breakout year for Pat Will, of course. But Zach Levine getting the hell off the Bulls and actually going somewhere to produce. And Big Vooch proving that, you know, he's not a bum. That's what I'm most excited for. Oh, that's not happening. I ain't going to lie to you. Yeah. Hey, bro, bro stop, stop with the Vooch disrespect, bro. Because Vooch I also, is I also could see a, a nice Caruso. I could see a Caruso trade as well. I think he, he might get traded also. Big one. Come back home. Come back home. Look, come back home. Look, if Levine can come no, back, no. if Levine can come get DeMar DeRozan, oh we can talk. We, you can get DeMar DeRozan. No. Wait, well, hold on. If Levine no. comes back, though, if Levine gets healthy and comes back, it's a whole different team. Do we think that they could be a top four seed, top three seed in the East? No. If you Levine said Lonzo? Comes, I mean, Lonzo. Oh, sorry, Lonzo. Lonzo comes back. Yeah. Oh, Lonzo's not playing. Lonzo's not playing. He's not playing. He said he's not playing this season. He had surgery. Yeah, he just got surgery. I thought he said he was trying to come back by Jalen. He's not playing next year. He's not playing at all. He's not playing next year, no. No, and Jalen, the reason why I say even if Alonzo was It's going to have to be the year after. He said on Trey Young's podcast he's not playing this season. He's not playing, yeah. No, Jalen, the reason why I say I wouldn't expect us to be as great, even if Alonzo did come back this year, you're asking too much for a guy who's been out that long that's coming off a knee injury to be as impactful as he was. Because, yeah, remember how we used Alonzo. He was, like, one of our best defenders. And he usually Mm -hmm. guards some of the best fours if they wasn't a big. Like, when we played the Knicks, we had Alonzo Ball guarding. Who is texting me crazy? (laughs) Uh, Guarding Julius Randle. So, So he had a day off. He had a day off. He was chilling. I think Lonzo It's tough with Lonzo because you know he has this uh, knee injury and he likes to push the pace you know he's a fast paced point guard you know he likes to push mm-hmm. it in, tra- in transition and it's going to hurt his game you know more than likely with these injuries but I hope he gets back man I'm just, I'm just praying for him to get healthy honestly at this yeah. point and then, yeah. Ron, to answer your question, the person I'm happy to see, and I hope you get improvement from this, is uh, especially with we signed a Javon Carter and having 
Uh, Bomb, uh, the guy from Chicago, Ayo DeSumo. I hope his game takes the next level because we actually need better guard play from somebody. And he's from the city of Chicago, so I'm definitely gonna support him. Y'all stole him. I remember yes, him. <laughs> they actually stole him. He was first team All American coming out of college, ended up being a second round pick, and, yep. and he actually gave you some really valuable minutes. I just don't understand yep. why. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why he. I, I do understand why why he hasn't been playing more. It's what is Billy? I, I'm not sure what Billy Donovan is doing in Chicago. That, I don't because that, I, that, I, I look at I look at the offense. I look at the way you guys run the offense. Drummond, one minute Andre Drummond could look like he could be an All Star center, mm-hmm. and the next minute he looked like what is he doing in the NBA? Like why is this dude even mm-hmm. in the NBA? So I don't I don't really know exactly what to do with with, with Billy Donovan's philosophy. I don't know what they're doing in Chicago because I think we need the, the reason why I said we do need the tank because now I think we got our picks now. Like last year, I understood why you just go for it because we didn't have our picks from the Vucevic year. So this year we got our pick back. I think you need to let some of these some of these vet guys go. Keep like like a Zach, keep a uh, a Vooch, and then nah, let nah, these get other Zach guys back out of there too. We got no, 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 man. Free no, Zach. No. Free That's Zach the point. Hold on, wait, listen. Get Zach out of there. It's man. a guy who, who's down the street, and we can drive up there to get. He, he, he gonna come here, Chicago. We gotta see a little competitive. Bro, no, so we need to go. Hold on, we need we're not gonna do that this year. We're not gonna do that. Okay, SB, I'm gonna ask you that in a second, but I do want to hear everybody else's players. And then I also have one more question that I want to ask you guys about the Bulls. Yo, Ticket, Jalen, is there any players for the Bulls, you too, Damo, that you guys may want to see this year? Hmm. Oh, I said, I said it already. What you gonna, I, I said it already. Um, I want to see Big Vooch show he's not a bum. Uh, I, I stole Patrick Williams from Mars because that's another good one. I hope Patrick Williams gets that offensive leap that people have been waiting for because defensively he's already there. And, I mean, I guess I, who's the third one? Did I have a third one? I think it was just Big Vooch and uh, Pat Will. Oh, no, and Zach Levine getting free, uh, breaking the shackles mm. of the Chicago curse Come and going on, somewhere man. that he's valued and actually can play valuable basketball. Because ain't value, valuable basketball ain't been playing in Chicago since the 90s. I was so going to say, Jared, Chicago's an organization. Jared, 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 okay. I actually hate that. That was kind of a no, short era. No, it doesn't. Short... No, it doesn't. Okay, so let me ask. Wait, wait. Oh, he took his headset off because I was going to ask him. <laughs> I was going to ask him. Hold on. And here we go. Now watch this. Now watch the inconsistency because he's a biased fan. This is the bias. Watch this. Do, would you say that valuable basketball has been played in Atlanta in the last 10 years? Yeah. Oh, it's hell out of here. No. <laughs> they was the number one seed before. They was the number no. one seed. They was that doesn't mean you play valuable basketball. That's right. If, if you are you know the number one seed, you're playing valuable you know basketball. No, you're you're not. Not. championship. No. What, what happened when they were the one seed? What happened when they were the they one seed? What? But you exactly. So what bad James happened? Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. So wait, Damo. So if you don't win a championship, you're not playing meaningful basketball. If you don't get to, if you don't get a deep uh, conference finals run or go to the finals, okay, it's not so valuable ooh, basketball ooh, yeah. play. No. So what, what? What? When we lost to Miami, what? What round did we lose to Miami one with the Derrick Rose run? It doesn't matter. Oh, <laughs> Murray, that's a whoa, whoa, whoa. No, 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 You're hating. You're hating. You're such a hater, dog. Hey, hey, You know me so well. No, 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 no. Listen to what I said. If you don't make a deep. Conference finals run or a uh, finals run. So it varies depending on the situation. For y'all, for y'all, a conference finals run ain't enough. Y'all got to play finals crazy. Y'all got to play finals basketball, man. Or it don't matter. 
Where does that come from? Where does that come from? Where do you want this logic come from? Like, why why do they have? Why do they have to go deep into the into the? Because they got because the goat statue is out front. You got about winning. This is what happens, yo. Any franchise, any franchise that's supposed to represent some type of greatness in basketball for the Spurs, a conference finals push for Popovich is not valuable basketball. He needs to get to a finals. That's a historic coach. That's a storied coach. For the Lakers, I don't give a damn about the conference finals. Storied franchise. For the Celtics, I don't give a damn about the conference finals. Get to the finals. I'm just Say for the Hawks, for the Hawks, who gives a fuck about the Hawks? Oh, oh, like, hey, conference finals, maybe that is valuable to some this, people. I value actual, you know, winning, I value actual oh, greatness, so I don't view that as like valuable basketball. But I get it when you haven't seen valuable basketball, the conference finals make sense. I get it, I completely get it. Just so you know, Domino, hold on, wait, hold on, wait, OG, OG, hold on, hold on, OG. This is why I hate these motherfucking sport ass Lakers fans <laughs> because you MF will steal so many stars and compete every. I'm jealous. I'm gonna say it from a jealous fan perspective. I'm fucking jealous about this shit because you get every star from the 80s, from 90s, 2000s, 2010s to now. And every time these MFs win, now now they got this. And I get it. Because if I'm that sport and my team I always competes still on stars, I act the way Domo act too. But these MFs irk my nerves as a fan because now you want to bring up something in the 90s. And we ain't win. I was still shitting in my diapers when we was when, when the Bulls won. I haven't seen nothing since I could talk and understand what was going on. So the 90s don't matter, even though it was up here on my on my wall. Let, uh, us being competitive as a one seat matters. Derrick Rose era matters. The MVP was our championship, okay? Sport Lakers fan. The MVP was our championship. Sounds like a losing fan base to me. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, we all, hey, listen, we all had a choice at some point in our life. We all had a choice. We turned that TV on, we sat at that lunch table, and we sat there and said, hey, man. I like whatever player, whatever team this was, and you roll with them. So if you decided as a child, for whatever reason it was, to play, that's just not fair. Up, that's just hey, not fair. That, no. that sounds and, and, like and, a and, and it's problem. the fact that, like, hey, you know, true. you know, you teams like, like the Lakers. It's, it's so it's so crazy to me because hey, it seems like the Lakers, the Heat. All y'all got to do is just be in a big city, and y'all get Jimmy Butler, y'all get LeBron, y'all get Magic, Shaq, Kobe, all these, well, not Magic, oh, y'all no, you don't have to just be in a big city, because the, the Clippers are getting perennial doormats for years, that's what y'all do, so, that's what y'all do, so I guess the Clippers are on that list, nobody cares about the Clippers, nobody cares about the Clippers, that's why, come on man, that's like playing for the Nets, to Damo's right, point, to Damo's point, everybody does have a choice. My my college roommate, his his teams, his teams were to take this. His teams were the New York Yankees in baseball. All right, like in, football, in, in football it was the Patriots, in hockey it was the Detroit Red Wings, and in basketball it was the Lakers. So if you just realize, he just picked the winning teams all yeah, around. Hey, it, was, it was crazy. Y'all like, like no real fans. Hey, you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? I'm a Yankee fan. I'm a Laker fan. But but in football, I'm a Dolphin fan. And in hockey, I'm a Carolina oh, oh, Hurricane fan. Listen, okay, you'll okay. make these choices when you make these choices. I can't – don't be mad at me because I chose right. 
when it came to basketball. All right. How'd you, I don't how get you mad. A hurricane fan. Just a minute, I'm, I'm, a hurricane I'm, I'm from Carolina. He's just a banjo of the Hornets. That's what he did. Banjo But oh yeah, no, 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 no. As soon as that ball headed minutes took control, I was like, I'm not supporting this. So yeah, that was that was a wrap. You you got that one. Just a minute. You sport as a basketball fan, Damo. You sport. You sport, bro. I'm not spoiled because wait, Damo, you back on it now? Jordan Brown. I'm not a bandwagon. You want to know why? Because I stuck there. Oh, spoiled? No, I'm not spoiled. Because we all the stars. We suffered. We suffered. Hey, listen. The Yankees are bad now. I mean, the Yankees really haven't done much in the past 20 seasons. Hey, Look, y'all have been suffering, right? Y'all should go through a bulls drive. You know what happened? Here go LeBron James to come save y'all franchise and say today everything turned around. Y'all just forget everything that was just going on in it. Three, three championships. I, I'm not gonna take credit for watching. I'm not gonna take credit for being a baby and, and or being a little a little jit. They didn't know what was going on when Shaq and Kobe won three rings. I'm not gonna take credit for that. I do remember turning on that TV and watching Smush Parker pass Kobe the ball. I do remember <laughs> wondering why the hell Kwame Brown's on my team. I remember them days. So as a Laker fan, when I started to conceive what basketball really was, it was just Kobe wanting to leave. Like I was depressed. And then we won. And I was like, all right, that's cool. Then I had to sit there and watch Dwight come here with a bad back. Steve Nash come here and and hurt his back at the airport. People forget that. He pulled his back getting his own luggage. And that's what got him hurt. No one talks about that, though. I was there, though. I was there watching Kendall Marshall start for us and thinking, hey, man. Maybe if Kendall develops right, you would see got, I was there watching. I was there watching Chris Duhon and Earl Eubanks. Like, oh yeah, man. Jody hey, Meeks. Jody Lakers Meeks. went through it. The Lakers Robert went through it. Meeks. The Lakers I was went there. Hey, Steve Blake. I was there when we drafted, when we first drafted Julius yeah. Randle, and I was like, "Hey, man, he like Zebo with a with a little bit of handle." I was that dude. Right? So don't tell me I'm spoiled. I had to suffer for this shit. I'm not gonna lie. I suffered a lot. A now look, this is this is and this is why y'all spoil, right? Because y'all could go through the drought and a star just come like this and save the day. And then when he win that one championship, y'all so sports say that one championship wasn't enough. And that's because that's what greatness does. I'm <laughs> sorry. That's that I'm sorry. When you Ooh, if you man. think if you think that well, I, I Bill Gates kids probably is a reach because them, them yeah, that was ungrateful. Yeah, but if you think the them kids that are born in the rich families don't hold some type of different standard when it comes to what you're doing, spoiled. like, spoiled. like you're spoiled. it's not spoiled. It's not spoiled. It's just you, the Lakers are just level. It's not spoiled. It's just level. Sometimes your family got heritage. Sometimes your family got tradition. Sometimes your family got standards. All right, it's so many people <laughs> born in these families with no standards. You don't know where to look. Everything is great mm. for you, but when you're born with heritage, for real, when you're born with, with with that with that memory of what you came from, for real type shit, you hold yourself to a different level. You, you uphold yourself differently than these other people. So, as a Laker fan, you know, Where's I can go Charlotte, back in man? history. I can go back in history and watch, as my dad would say, he he watched Magic, he watched Shaq and Kobe, and them. He taught me what greatness was. My granddad watched Kareem. He taught me what greatness was. I just uphold that tradition of greatness as a Laker fan. That's all I can do. Now, y'all Bull fans, I mean, yeah, your uncles and your dads and your grandpas, they had Jordan. You sadly got to sit there and harp on one MVP year. That's di- It's levels. It's different. Dama cooking. I ain't going to lie. Dama cooking. <laughs> Yo, uh, speaking of the Lakers, I think early next week, 
we'll be talking about the Lakers. But Ooh, we'll just have to see. I think next week we might get to the hey, into the Pacific hey, Division. Pull me up for so that episode. Knows? I'm hating on the Lakers. Another the Rick? Another Rick coming? Another hey, Rick Ron, coming? Ron, Ron invite me to the Lakers Yo, episode. Oh I'm hating God. on the Lakers that whole episode. <laughs> I'm hating. You, you want to come crash the party? I'm crashing the party. I'm hating. The whole episode. All right, Yo, Ticket, What are there any players on the Chicago Bulls that you may be looking forward to? Not really. <clears throat> they really don't have no players that. You know. Are you excited about the Bulls at all? No. Um, like I said, they're just a playoff team, bro. 45 win team at the max, make the playoffs, and first rounding out. I don't. They don't really have players that stick out to me. So I, I really don't have no interest in uh, none of the guys they have on that team. Uh, that's it. I mean, that's just what they are. They just average. That's it. Okay, cool, cool. Well, that leads me to my next question. And this is for everybody up here. Are you guys more inclined, if you're the Bulls owner and you're you're, you're pulling the strings, to kind of double down on what you're doing now, try to get some more pieces in there, build more around Levine, DeRozan, and Vooch? Or are you guys ready to blow it up and rebuild? Blow it up? I think it's yeah, save your money, up, get rid of yeah, get rid of DeRozan, Vooch, trade all those guys for pieces, for draft picks. Um, you see, man, the young guy, Patrick Williams, you know, let, let's see what these young guys have, you know, what and what they can become so that you can make a decision based off that. But yeah, save your money, get draft picks, get young players, try on a young team out there, you know, and build from there. Mars, um, you agree? And Mustard, you said you blow it up too? Oh, for sure. Yeah. What about the Good one, Good one. Absolutely. So uh, every everybody's under the impression that they need to get rid of these guys. If know? the if the, if the goal is to win the, no. if the goal is to win the NBA championship or to build an NBA content, championship contender, you got to start over because what you're doing right now is not working, and it's not going to work. It's not. Yeah. You're not close to winning with this crew that you have here. You're not close to winning, and with you not being close to win, all you're doing is is, is stringing people along. Well, maybe we're going to do this. Maybe we're going to do that. And SB is trying to sell us about the dude that's right down the block. He already made it clear. He already made it clear that he's not re-signing with a team that's not committed to win. Why in the hell am I coming to Chicago? I can tell you why. It's, it's easy. What am I coming to Chicago for okay. when they have shown in no it's way, easy. form, or fashion that they are committed to winning? Because again, I will be 29 years old in December. So mm -hmm. I probably got about four or five more years left at this level. Tops. Mm -hmm. And my legacy is going to be about winning. Mm -hmm. So the last thing that I want to do is get on a crew where they ain't committed to winning. That's the last mm -hmm. thing I want to do. That's why he hasn't, that's why he's not sure about signing back with Milwaukee. And he damn sure ain't going to Chicago because okay. they have not shown that they're committed to winning. What the hell I'm going up there for? See, see, first of all, see, this is why y'all are wrong. You're not looking at the big picture of everything. Y'all is the head So, first of all, one, we, this is not NBA 2K. We got to look at things from a real-life perspective. You know, with a lot of these four guys, they don't really like moving around too much. One, Chicago is right down the street, yep. and he could probably still keep his house and keep his family close by, or if not, moving right down the street. 
too. Right. Y'all, let's let's X out the outside noises because that's the first thing that y'all care about. The Lakers looking like tough on the asset situation. So how can they really build a team even if they get Giannis? Then too, you got the New York Knicks, same problem with the money tied up. So now the Bulls are in perfect place, and they have shown they want to compete. They just don't have the right pieces to compete with, with Santa Marta Rose and keeping these guys together. So you put you putting it in the mindset that we will do what is need to be done to make the team better. And one of our weakest positions that we have on our team is our four position. So now if you get rid of a guy like DeMar DeRozan and you get like maybe a point guard or some assets where we have the money open, but you get a, other these other guys that will fit perfectly around Giannis Antetokounmpo, like a Patrick Williams, like a Kobe White, like a Ayo DeSumo, like a Vucevic who's a big man who can stretch the floor to get Giannis the chance to operate. Then you get him next to a guy named Zach Levine who can create his own shot and make the job easier for Giannis Antetokounmpo to dominate. And also he's in the major market. And Giannis also said a year going in out his own mouth, maybe I could come to Chicago. So Chicago is already considering in his mindset. So we fit the bill perfect. You got an owner that's going to do whatever he takes. I mean, not an owner, a GM that's going to do whatever it takes to fit and build the championship team by keeping these guys together because he wants to compete. That's already a Giannis man and we down the street. So that's obviously Chicago's going to be one of the first team on this man. Y'all just automatically think everybody's going to go to the Lakers. They know what assets do the Lakers have for the future at this point in time real quick. They're not just going to get it overnight. They're not getting nothing on LeBron James. You, you just signed Anthony Davis. Then you go to the Knicks. What value can you get for Julius Randle? I don't see nothing that, that you can give him in the money that you spent. What other team do you see? Miami, they stuck on they stuck on low average players too. They don't got no value. Then what, what, what do you go, let's do Golden State? What value could Golden State bring? That's that's why I'm like, you got to play X. I'm Xing everybody out when I'm saying I'm not just right. saying this because y'all see the right. Bulls logo right here. Right. It, it makes sense family-wise. He's right down the street, not too far mm -hmm. where, where he's comfortable with. Two, right. all these other teams don't won't have the access or the, the necessary assets in time. Then right. three, you got pieces on the team that fit his game. And he's right. the piece. One of our weakest pieces is our power right. forward position. So right. I see the Bulls as the number one. Not that, I'm not 100% guaranteed, but I'm telling right. you the Bulls are at the top of that list. So what assets so, do y'all have? So, I, 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 I was just about to say that, Damo. So let's, so, so, so let's mm -hmm. rewind. Number one. We have Milwaukee our own assets. Is, so, so Milwaukee is already better. Than the Chicago Bulls, so we'll start there. So there's no reason why there's no reason for me to leave Milwaukee to go to Chicago because we already better than them. That's number one. The reason why I'm leaving this the, the Milwaukee Bucks because they aren't. I'm not sure that they're committed to winning an NBA championship. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to come to Chicago, who has shown in no form of fashion, even if you add me to this crew, that they have committed themselves to winning an NBA championship. Would I be the difference in them winning? I don't know that. And the reason why I don't know that is the same reason why I left Milwaukee, because they ain't committed to winning. So because they're not committed to winning, you haven't shown that you committed to winning. So what am I coming to Chicago for? No reason for me to come to Chicago. I might as well stay in Milwaukee, get paid more, and try to win there as opposed to going to Chicago. Because all you guys have done is, has had disappointment after disappointment with Lonzo Ball with his bad knees, with Kobe White as a as a lottery pick who's not giving you nearly as much as he should as he should have given you. With Pat Williams, you love by the way, but now his development is going to be even more retracted. Why? Because you got a four man coming in here, which is what your problem is. So why am I coming to Chicago? I'm not. Okay, but then now tell me what other teams that you see that he's leaving for. Because now with the Milwaukee situation, they're getting old. They, I think they on their last hurrah. They just mm -hmm. lost in the first round. And they they, they, they lost to him. I get Jimmy Butler went super Jimmy Butler. But at the end of the day, the the 
Milwaukee Bucks are still a better all-around team, and they still mm-hmm. lost. So now, as Giannis, I'm looking at my team is deteriorating. And mm-hmm. also, with me, he's getting hurt too. So now you need more younger pieces, which the Bulls have there, and they also fit the bill of what he needs. Because like you said, Patrick Williams, the problem with Patrick Williams is that he's playing the four. He's not a four. When Giannis right. coming on the team, he's going to go to his natural position and play in the three. And he's going to make Giannis' job easy. Wait, SB, is this a, is are they getting Giannis via trade or signing? Um, I think he has two years on his deal left, so he's going to be a free agent. Well, the reason why he said that, the reason why he said they got to be free agents, but go ahead because I, I, because I honestly think if I'm the Bucks, I would not trade Giannis like at all. I would, no, 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 I would rather risk him leaving than trade him. So, like, y'all would have to sign the bull, the bulls have to No, I'd rather risk him leave when you have Giannis, who's arguably the best player in the league, you try to build a championship team every year you have him. Every yep. year, because you unless don't know the, you know you the can, and you get the most assets unless, back. Which unless you yeah, yeah, can't look. You're telling me they can't no, look no, no, at the no, Thunder no, or the no, Magic no, and fleece no, them? No, what? you yes. take you take you take. Well, okay, well, Damo, if, if if Giannis on his last year, why would me as the Thunder trade for him, knowing I'm not gonna keep him on the phone? Because all you know, no, 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 because you know he wants to win. The Thunder have enough assets to where they can. They yeah, but you can just sign them the next year. Hold on, hold on. They yeah, really you can. just sign them next they year. Really yes. can. You can. You can How just sign them the next year. Why would I trade no, 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 no. assets to lose for one year? That makes one, no sense. One, one, Look at their books. They have a ton of guys on rookie deals. In two years, who knows who's going to come off the books? And you got sign and trades. You can do no, a sign and trade a, as well. Fuck a sign and trade. Well, Damo, so you, you can be, trade your you assets for one year, it's not one year. Honestly, if, if you trade him right now, that's two years. That's this season and next season. Yeah, but regardless, Giannis just wants to win. If I'm the Thunder, you can keep SGA, you can keep Chet, and you add on Giannis. At that point, Giannis is looking around like, shit, I can win with this. At that, with just that, on top of putting together veteran pieces, you can win with that. Who yeah, knows? That, that would be crazy. Who knows they need to trade Lou Dort? Who knows they need to trade Josh Giddy as well? They have a boatload of picks. They have a boatload of young talent they can throw over there. You can literally finagle your way into getting Giannis, keep your two to three best young guys, and still have a competitive team. Same with the Magic. The Magic continually take their draft the draft capital. You can look at some of them guards they have. They can keep Paolo. They can keep Franz. And they can still walk away with a competitive team that make Giannis stay. Add that to the fact but Damo, this is the problem. Like say like Mustard said, why would they do that? You're gonna keep Giannis until he walks because you don't want to let him go. My fault, OG. Go ahead. Well, number one, we're not letting Giannis walk out the front door. You get fired Thank as you. a GM if you let Giannis walk out the front door. That's number one. Number That's two, the Milwaukee Bucks have been the Milwaukee Bucks have shown they could build a championship unit around Giannis. They was in the Eastern Thank Conference you. Championship in 2019. They did they 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 did a couple of different things, but the one major thing that they did was they took out Eric Bledsoe and they put in Drew Holiday. Well, there's no reason for me to think, even though they're getting older, that they can't continue to do that, that they're committed to winning. Because once again, I always bring up this one example, which is the example that I will always bring up. In 2007, the Los Angeles Lakers were bounced in the first round of the playoffs for the second consecutive year. Kobe Bryant is over it. I am not going to waste – you dudes are not going to waste my prime years. My The rest of my career is going to be about winning, and you dudes are not going to waste it. So, so, so Mitch Kupchak said to Kobe Bryant – 
I am not going to lose Shaq and Kobe Bryant on my watch. Hell no. You sit there and let me figure this out. And he goes and he gets Pau Gasol, which mm. pops open Kobe Bryant's eyes like, okay, these dudes are serious about winning. That's all that has to happen with the, with the Milwaukee Bucks. They got to exhibit mm. that they're serious about winning. And they've shown that they can build a championship unit around Giannis, so there's no reason for me to think that they, can, they can't continue to do that. Now remember, mm. now, remember, Damo, we're talking about a Milwaukee, which, you know, when you're building a championship unit, Shit could get expensive after a while, so you might have to start cutting. But they have shown that I got my centerpiece. I can build around this guy. That's why they got Brook Lopez. Very true. That's why they, that's why they got Okay, so my question, well, my question for OG and John Bulls have not wanna... shown that. Oh, no, no, I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. So what, what is that eye-popping move that's going to keep Giannis on the books right now? What is that player? Well, first of all, they're still a championship contender, so that doesn't need to be an eye-popping move. They're still competing for a championship, and that's mm -hmm. what his issue is. He has to. He wants to make sure that you dudes are serious about winning. It's not about the moves that they're making right now. It's about are you dudes committed to winning like I am? And if you dudes are committed to winning like I am, I'm down to stay. That's I all that I, is. It's not I, about them making a blockbuster move to get him Damian Lillard or something like that. No, that's not what this is about. I, I think with Giannis and and – I'm not saying that superstars just need to team up all the time, but one thing that Giannis has not had is like a legit number two. And no disrespect to Christian Middleton. Great player, great number two, but like he's aging. You know what I'm saying? Giannis doesn't have that right now. That doesn't mean he's, he's never, never had, had a like number two. No, let me let me let me yeah, rephrase. He's got a two. He's had a two. Let me let me rephrase. He hasn't had an elite second option. He hasn't had an elite player. And a playoff, Chris Middleton was He hasn't as a second option. He was not to the level of like. He literally was the closer. He hasn't had that. He's literally the closer. He hasn't. He, he hasn't literally won a, a series player. by himself no, without Giannis. What number? What, what does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? He's the elite number two. How many number twos can win? But, a but, series? You're, you're just saying he's, he he hasn't out. had like another top ten player next to him like some. Yeah, other he hasn't players had like another. Not even top fifteen. He hasn't had. You could argue not even top twenty. You know, Middleton is as great. He's a great number two option, but he's not an elite player. He's not. Middleton was 23, 7, and 5 in that championship yeah. run. He was and 20, we've seen that in 21 Bro, and in 22. In 21 and 22, we've seen teams with a oh, Premier League yeah. player without another top 10 to 15 player and they won a championship. And this, this one thing we got to stop doing, too. Stop comparing a player. Stop, stop. Hold on, wait. This one thing we got to stop doing. In 21 and in 22, we watched teams win a championship with a elite number one and their number two, three, and four were not top 10, 15, nor 20 players. And Damo, and Damo, what's the I agree with that. The, and those the are like the top three players in the league. They had top three players. But even even if that's true, even if that's true, but that's not always common. That's not even even if that's true. Damo, the two units that you just brought up, them two units that you just brought up, Damo, with Golden State and Milwaukee. What's the common? What's the commonality that those two teams had? I'll tell you what the commonality is. Okay, three players. They had top three players. Not just top three players. Just so you know, Giannis and Middleton been together for nine years. Draymond and Draymond, Clay, and Steph have been together for a long time. They just added Drew Holiday. They just oh, added. We, we, we just watched it. I'm sorry. I just realized, even with yeah, the Nuggets yeah. just now, right, we just right, watched right. the same thing. Three straight you know. years. Three right. straight years. And this is a point I was going to make. Okay, I'm not going to lie, though. Jamal wanna... Murray, Jamal Murray, what he was doing in the playoffs, he was actually like. But Chris Middleton didn't play. Middleton was that too. And I think Jamal Murray is not an elite player, by the way. I don't think he's an elite Wait, wait. Let him finish his point, SB. Let him finish his point. Go ahead. Go ahead, I don't think Jamal Murray is an elite player. That's. Giannis has not had the uh, the opportunity to play with another elite player. A lot of other oh, guys. Ho, 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 rewind. I want to make sure that I, I turn my mic up and get my protein shake. Did you just say you don't think Jamal Murray is an elite player? Is that what you just said? 
No, he's not. What, he's not, he's what not, exactly top, do you constitute as an elite player? An elite so player is like at least top 10, 15, maybe top 20. Jamal Murray's not even top 20 to me. He's not. There's more so, than players better than Jamal Murray. So 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 the way so so the way that he even if that's true, so the way he played in the playoffs, right? And again, we're coming, we're talking about a guy who's coming off a major injury, right? He had an ACL injury the year before, so he didn't play. And he comes into this season averaging over 20, averaging over 20, and then turning it up in the playoffs, which he was on his way to doing that before he tore his knee up, right? Before he tore his knee up, he was on his way to do that. And now he's right back on that, he's right back on that trajectory of where he was in 2020 when he was cooking. Now mm-hmm. he's back to cooking. So he was already in the elite players player better then. than him. No, no, he wasn't an elite player then. He was not an elite okay. player then. But Jamal this... Murray, he, he he used to be a very inconsistent oh. player. He had some great playoffs and great but playoff series and moments, but he's not an elite player. See, see, no, see, he's not pro- an elite player. This is my problem. So you can yeah. name over 20 players okay, better but, than Jamal. Uh, Maybe listen, 25. Listen up, listen up, listen up. Maybe 25 players better than Jamal. player. This is where the problem comes in there, right? This is what we got to stop doing. Cause you compare him as Middleton a, is an elite player. You you compare no way. OG, I got it. You you comparing him as a player as a number one guy, but compare compare him as a role as a number two. Because if you compare him as his role as a number two playing the secondary guy, Jamal Murray is elite. Yeah, but most most top twenty Chris players Middleton are not number one. Okay, players. now tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me a team who can lose their number one option and still win a series. He's Chris Middleton hit that. He won the series easily. A lot of teams he won one game. Series. What series? He won a game. What are you talking about? No, you talking about against no. Atlanta. They played against Atlanta. Atlanta. They played against Atlanta. Yeah, they, they, won, they, won, they won a couple they games. Won a, they won a game, won a game or two. Yeah. But if anybody, if any team, and, and the, and the Bucks were still winning. a better team. They had Brooke Lopez. They had Drew yeah. Holiday. Trey Young was hurt. Like that's not no. Oh, the Hawks were an overachieving team. They should have been there. Everybody but my whole point is and they lost the game, by the way, to the Hawks. It was too good. Wait, wait, wait. My whole point is this though. Compare the number two, how he played his role instead of comparing them. Like, because when you do a scale on a top 20 player, you compare them as the guy. You don't compare them as they roll as a number two. Like Jamal Murray, you are getting a number two that can lead the team in scoring in two different series as a lead. Not an elite player. He's not an elite player. I'd like to think that Jamal Murray going into going into the season is a top twenty-five player. I'd like to think that. So with yeah, him being a top, top twenty-five, okay. with, yeah, with, yeah. with him being a top twenty-five player, that's at minimum an all-star. So with yeah. that being said, he's at least in the top five percent of the players in the league. So that means he's better than ninety-five percent of the players in the league. So with that being said, how is that not elite? And he's going to get better this season. Because all these terms because are you win the NBA championship. The there's a certain level of confidence that comes with that, especially when you win it. You've seen, I've seen guys, and we had this conversation a while ago. I've seen guys who come into, who come in after winning an NBA championship, their confidence level goes up that I know that I'm better. I know that I could be better than what I was the year before that. And a guy like Jamal Murray, who came off that, who came off that, this season, came off that, that injury played season where he had a bad knee to this season, which was supposed to be a transition season, comes in and they win the NBA championship and he basically plays lights out in the playoffs. His confidence level is through the roof coming into the playoffs this year with him and Joker. So the idea that he's not elite, I completely disagree with that. Yeah. I think with Jamal Murray, it just comes down to the same thing I've said before in terms of in the regular season, he's he plays a kind of a fringe all-star type of guy. He'll give you 18, 19, 20 points, gets assists, a few rebounds, a few assists. While in the playoffs, we've seen the past couple of runs when he's been healthy, he's elevated to superstar level of play. Mm. He's give you, you know, incredible efficiency at 27 points per game, you know, hitting big shots, can get get you get you assists, get you playmaking when 
uh, when playing off of Jokic or when Jokic wants to play off ball. So with Jamal Murray, again, it's just a playoff versus a regular season thing. And with Chris Middleton, he's one of those guys who were regular season, good player, all-star caliber player, fringe all-star caliber player. And during that championship run, he did take a, another step. Well, I don't want to say superstar level, but I think an incredible number two option giving you 24 points. Um, rebounds, five, exactly 24 points, great efficiency. So, I think sometimes when you talk about those elite players or number two, we have to look at what, what they're able to step up in in the playoffs because sometimes the regular season, and we, we see now like players just don't play at I don't know as hard or they don't need to step up to that level. While in the playoffs, players like a Middleton, Jamal Murray do take the necessary steps to elevate. Uh, Ticket, do you believe that Jamal Murray's a uh, elite player? I think we lost him. We had to yeah, get him. No, nah, yeah, lose me. I'm hearing Michael J- J- White up here, Cap. I just ain't saying nothing. <laughs> elite player. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't bought mustard up here without the ketchup, man. And like I said, <laughs> I shut my damn mouth so y'all can hear this foolishness every day right now. But yeah, I mean, of course. Not an elite player, bro. When you play at that level, when you play at that level, when you play at that level, you have to be elite. Only elite players can do what he, the type of stuff that he's doing. So. When you turn, when you have the ability to turn it up like that, and it's like Chill said, he was already on this track before he got hurt. They were about to be headed to the NBA Finals before he got hurt the first time. You understand what I'm saying? So they was already on a upward trajectory. By that time, Jokic had won two MVPs. He would, if he wouldn't have never got hurt, man, they they might have came back and won the chip the next year. They might have won the chip the next year, and then his trajectory already would have been. The only thing that hurt this dude and held him back was the injuries. So, I mean, for this guy to say he's not elite, anybody that's coming up here putting up damn near 27 a game in the playoffs, a whole playoffs, through a whole finals run, uh, taking over in series, uh, doing the stuff he's doing, he is an elite player. Uh, <clears throat> you know? And, and he, I mean, if you look at the rest of the players in the league, who 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 who, who does he consider who, – who is 20 players that he considers, the 25 players he considers elite over him? I mean, you can't say Kyrie. Because Kyrie, I mean, for all all, all tens of purposes, he couldn't even get he couldn't even help get the teams to the playoffs with Luca. He can't say uh some some of the other guys that, that, we, that we've spoken about because they all was at home early. Can't say Jalen Brown. We've seen what happened to him in the biggest moments in the playoffs when he when he folds. Would you say Joel Embiid is elite, even though his his play in the play in the regular season is is top tier, but then he gets to the postseason and you know, I mean it, it speaks for itself. Hey, so yeah, and Embiid's, Embiid's just a way better player though than Jamal Murray. That's not. So even why he don't throw it in the playoffs? I mean, Embiid has problem, but he's a number one. Jamal Murray no, is not a number one. That doesn't negate that he's still elite though. Even if I'm a number yeah, two, that doesn't negate that I'm elite though. Why, why does yeah. he, no, no but, because but, there's still 82 games before the playoffs. He's playing with Cole Jokic. He's playing with the best player in the league offensively and in the league in general. But he's the best offensive player in the league. But we hold on. It's not just Jamal Murray that rises in the playoffs. Jokic rises in the playoffs as well. Right. Jokic so no, no elevates player, Jamal Murray's bro, game in the, the playoffs. He was one of the best players in the entire playoffs. The last that the year before he got hurt, the year before he got hurt when it was in the bubble, and this year they won a tip. He was one of the the best players in the playoffs. So in the entire in the entire playoffs. So I mean, for you to say he's not elite, that's just utterly fucking ridiculous, bro. Like, and to, add, on, and, and to add the ticket point, and, and to add the ticket point, you just brought up that Jokers. 
Joker's game increased in the playoffs. There's a reason why Joker's game increased in the playoffs. If Jamal Murray sucked, you think Joker would be that good in the playoffs? I mean, no, no, actually, no. I agree. I think he Support. would. No, no, the reason, Jokic, Jokic increases no matter who's there. He did no, it without Jamal Murray. No, he did no. it without Jamal Murray. The, the, he literally he did, did it without he Jamal did, Murray. He did, he did do it without Jamal Murray. When they, yeah. played in, when they played in the first round against the Golden State Warriors, he wasn't nearly as efficient. He wasn't but nearly he was as good. Them, With Jamal Murray playing the way that Jamal Murray was playing, one of the best, one of the one of the best up shot makers, one of the best mid-range shooters in the game, guy getting to the basket. How much more did that open up the offense? Not just for Denver, but just for Joker alone. How much more did that make his offense better? No. Just playing with Jamal Murray and Jamal Murray raising his game. The idea that Jamal Murray didn't make Joker better, the, the idea that Joker was just better in the playoffs, just off the strength of him being Joker, that's nuts because Jamal Murray opened up the game so much more for him. No, Mark, I'm saying, I mean, uh, Ron, Ron, go ahead and get this boy some ketchup with that mustard, man, because that shit sour. He, 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 got some old, he got some sour mustard he over here selling. Bro. Nah, Jamal, the, the, reason, the reason why I also say with the elite, and then Ticket, you can ask OG, you can talk about this too. It, it, Jalen, because you're a LeBron guy. If, if LeBron, Jordan, or Kobe, right, had two playoff series on a championship run, where they, bro, he's, he he wilding. Um, where the second, where the oh, secondary man. guy outscored them in two series. What type of conversation would we be having if Pal Gasol outscored Kobe in two series with a high clip? Oh, he's getting carried. You always say he's getting carried. Or if Scottie Pippen outscored Jordan in two series with a high clip of 25, 27 plus points, or D Wade did it or Kyrie Irving. What type of conversation are we having about that number two guy? Yeah, that number two guy could be a number one. That number two guy is carrying a number one. And, you know, yeah, he's elite. He's elite. He's elite. Yeah, thank you. So, but you, so you guys also got to factor in it's levels to be in ones and twos on teams, too. Sometimes it's necessary for your number two to score more. Why, yeah. though? Because the number one does so many other things, like that may be a two-way player. Jokic, for instance, he sets the whole table on offense. He's obviously rebounding. He uh, The offense runs through him. He's they, their number one playmaker. So sometimes, like, when he doesn't score as much as, as Murray, it's not that he, he wasn't capable of it. It's that for his job was to set the table for, for Murray. Uh, the with, with Giannis and Chris Middleton, for instance, honestly, Chris just got hot, and, and Giannis wasn't playing to his best. But at the same time, Giannis was asked to do so many more things, anchor the defense, be on the glass, uh, and still be a lead on offense, too, in terms of scoring. Uh, Giannis was also asked to do a little bit of playmaking because Giannis has to play make for that team. Chris Middleton's not asked to do anything, but yes, he does play defense. But on top of that, on offense, it's get buckets, get buckets, you, get buckets. Hey, hey Mustard, do you, it's, do you it's a little what, different. Do you think what he did in the playoffs was a fluke, uh, uh, Jamal Murray? No, no, I don't think it was a fluke. Oh, well, then that means he that means he has to be. If you think he can, sustain no, it, I, I just I think, fluke, I think Peter, during I the regular think, well, well, during the regular good. during the regular season during the regular season, you got to remember. If Jokic mm-hmm. was the run, Jokic in a lot of people's eyes was a runaway MVP. He only averaged twenty four points a game. Their mm-hmm. all their average numbers wise goes down because they play more of a team concept. They had seven guys in double figures. So when you have that many players in double figures, you're not your main two guys ain't going to be out here putting up 30, 28, 30 a game. Uh, you might catch a couple teams that have two guys putting up 29, 27, like the Mavs might do that with Luca and Kyrie, and then you may say Kyrie is elite, which I believe he's elite. Uh, but mm-hmm. again. When a guy like Jamal Murray, who's still giving you 20, uh, who's still on a team with seven guys in double figures coming off the ACL and then stepped the level up again in, in, in the playoffs. And this is the second time he's done it since he's been in the playoffs the last two times. Um, and then the effect is undeniable. You go to the Western Conference Finals and you turn around, you go to the to the NBA Finals winning chip. 
I mean, you have to say that. I mean, I, I agree with Chill with what he's saying. Yeah, you have to say he's elite, bro. You can't say a guy who levels up like that, and then you say you don't think that's a fluke. You can't then turn around and say, well, he's not elite, because only elite players can do that. Only elite players can can do the type of things that Jamal Murray was doing throughout an entire playoff run. And so I, I just think that you you disrespecting him to say uh, anything other other than than him than him being an elite player in the league. Because as I said, I. I can't find 25 players in the league that's better than Jamal Murray right now. So I, I don't know if you can, but I can't. Uh, and, and, and to Ticket's point, especially when it didn't come out of nowhere, it wasn't like he just did this out the blue. He was already doing this before he got hurt. He was on his way to doing this anyway. No, nah, he, he, I think the, I, my problem is the regular season has to count uh, for something. And we can clearly see the gap in him compared to a lot of other players. Um, He's not a bad player. I'm not saying I'm not saying Jamal Murray is trash. He's a, he's a, he's a really good player, you know. But what, what, what he, he's not a he's not a superstar. He's not he's not a top. Go ahead, go ahead. What, what, what player? Like you say, you can see the gap. Like what players you talking about? Like you say, you you can see a major gap. Um, I would say. I mean, I think Jamal is top like. Is there a major gap between him and Ja? Is there a major gap? Yes, yes, yes. That's, that's there why major- I totally disagree. I disagree with that because I think that. They're asked what? to do two you different things job? on their teams. Oh, oh wait. Let me, let, me finish my let, let me finish my sentence. Even I, if he is, I, I, even I, if he I, is, I, I, there's I, a major gap. I got, the least, I got the least talk time in the last two days. I, I shut the hell up so everybody can stop complaining. So I'm just saying to you, like, they're asked to do two different things, bro. Like, you can't take away a player being elite because he was asked to do something different on a team. Jamal Murray's not asked to lead that team in scoring. John Morant is asked to lead his team in scoring. Mm-hmm. If 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 you put Murray on that on that Memphis Grizzlies team and he was asked to lead the team in scoring, his skill set that shows you he could. You, you don't think Jamal Murray? Could, uh, this is my question. Oh no, no, no. Murray he, he could. He, he could. Oh, okay, so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. hold on, hold on. But that right there, hold on. That right there would mean you're elite because if you're a guy who's putting up 25, 26 points a game, seven assists, six rebounds. And you're at the top of the conference, winning all the games that they're winning. You would have to be an elite player. That, that you, your whole basis would be null and void if you say you just said you think he could do that. So if no, you think no, he no, could put no, up those no, numbers, no. hold on. You just say you think he can average 25, 26 points a game in the league. It's, it's not about no, no. It's not about just the no, 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 no. But I'm not per game that. average. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You gotta put it together. I'm saying you're asking him to do that. And you're saying that – so I'm saying, do you do you think if the Nuggets went to him and said, look, Murray, we want you to uh, lead the team in scoring this year, and they still win 57 games, do, would you still say he's not elite? Um, I don't I don't look at being elite just by your scoring. That, that's that's my thing. I, I don't do that. I don't look at it like that. What are you looking at? Looking at, that? What, what looking looking at, at I'm looking at his overall impact on the game, how great of a playmaker they won is he, how great of a scorer hold on, hold on. is he. Ron, no, no, Ron. He, he's playing – here's Shut my thing. No, no, hell, Ron. Ron. No, no, I'm done, Ron. Ron, I tried, Ron. I tried. I tried for two days, Ron. Oh, focus, this big focus, ass nigga, hell, Ron. This nigga, this nigga is muscle without no fucking ketchup. This nigga just this nigga just said impact, and the man just won the goddamn NBA Finals. You dumb son of a bitch. Send his ass to hell, Ron. Niggas are tired of this shit, bro. Stop bringing these lame ass, dry Jerry curl having ass niggas up here, man. That nigga is trash. That nigga just said he have zero. He don't have the impact. And he just won the chip. And the last time he played, they went to the Western Conference Finals, man. The hell is wrong with you, man? And guess what? He was stepping up his game when Jokic wasn't doing nothing. He the one that was dropping 50 balls against uh, 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 
uh, Rudy Gobert against uh, uh, what you calling them in the playoffs, kind of mentioning all them boys to get past that series. He the one that was balling against the Lakers when Jokers was struggling against the White Howard and getting in foul trouble. Man, man, get this dude out of here. They went to the Western man, Conference no, Finals, and so, Finals with him. without him, without true, him, Jokic was done in the first round, second you're round. Chatting, you just said, you just said other dudes not as good Man, you full of shit, man. No, you're chatting. Let me tell you why you're chatting. Let me tell you why you're chatting. This dude is bigger than Janis titties, man. Ask the crowd about faking. Let me tell you why you're chatting. Let me tell you why you're chatting. They don't want for real with this. You're chatting. You're chatting. Yeah, okay. You're you're not acknowledging. And I hate, I hate, I hate how we do this when we have these conversations. You don't even acknowledge the team that people have. You're not acknowledging he's playing with the best player in the league. He's playing with the best offensive player. So why you losing the first round, second round? Why you losing the first round, second round without him? It's a team game. Thank you. It's a team okay. So when Murray comes back, so when Murray comes back, Western Conference Championship, make it make sense. No, no, no. Make it make sense. Jokic, Jokic, he can lead the team in scoring. He cannot lead the team in scoring. He's still clearly and by far the best player on the team because the impact. Nobody said that. Hold on. Nobody said no. No, no, no. But I'm getting to a point though, ticket. I'm getting to a point. Jamal Murray can lead the team in scoring. And we're not even going to question who the best player is. We're not questioning who the best player is because we know there's more impact than just scoring the ball. But you, we're not talking about that. We're talking about no, 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 his impact. We're talking about for example, Jamal Murray. For example, for example, no, for example, look at what Jokic did in the NBA Finals, right? Remember game one, when they faced the Miami Heat, the Nuggets were dominating them with size, and Jokic was not scoring the ball. Jokic, I don't even remember how many points he had, but there was a point in the game where he had like 12 points, but he was setting up Aaron Goring consistently over and over. They were attacking the heat size, attacking them, because Jokic is that great of a playman. He gives so many good, easy shots for everybody on the court. MPJ, not a shot creator. Aaron Gordon, inconsistent shot creator. Jokic creates shots for him. Jamal Murray, you think he's not elevating Jamal to a certain level? You think Kyrie can't do that? You think that John Morant? Can't do that. And those of and, and in the case of Ja, we've seen Ja. He's the number one player on a team that offensively has a lot of problems. And Jaron Jackson is not a great offensive player. I mean, I wouldn't say he's bad, but he has a lot of flaws. He has all holes in his game, especially joking. in a half court. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, Desmond Bain, he's a limited offensive player. He's not a great shot creator, great spot-up shooter, great shooter in general, but he's not a creator like that. John Morant makes up for that. He's the, he's the only one that can do that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just listened to you. Let me ask you a question then. Sour mustard. So why in the fuck, if Jokic can do all this shit, turn water into wine, walk on water and all this shit, why he ain't do that shit when Jokic, when uh, Jamal Murray was hurt? You, you yes, dumb son of a bitch. Sorry, he has five, why he didn't he do that shit? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Since his impact was so great. Hold on. Hold on. I didn't cut you off. Hold on. I didn't cut you off. I didn't cut you off. I didn't cut you off. Hey, respect me, dog. I didn't cut you off. Respect me, my nigga. Respect me, dog. Since he's so great, since he can walk on water and turn water into wine, why the fuck he ain't do that shit when Jamal Murray wasn't there the last two years? Why the fuck did he have to wait till Jamal Murray get back just to get to the NBA Finals? Why in the world did Jamal Murray and him go to the Western Conference Finals, and then when Murray got hurt, he's out of the first round, out in the second round? Easy work. A caveman can do it. With all this great, he's making everybody better. Where was that shit at then? Where was it at? You still need people. I, I want to know. You're acting like I said he can do it by himself. Nobody. You said just he can said, do hold on, hold on, hold on, wait, 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 wait. You just said, hold on. You just said before I, before I went the first time. You just said Jokic can make any of the guards better. We can rewind the tape. You said that. Yes, he can. You yes, just said that. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on one second, sir. Hold on one second. All I'm asking you is, why didn't he take them dudes further? If if it was mostly him, he's facing better Jamal, teams. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not finished. I'm not finished. I'm not finished. I'm not finished. Hold on, sir. Hold on one second, sir. Hold on one second. If Jamal Murray's impact was minimal, 
Like you said, you because you just shot down Jamal Murray's impact. So if his impact was minimal, why in the blue hell? Hold on, you just did. Hold on, you just did because I'm showing you his impact. Because you just questioned me about his impact as Mars. If I'm lying, why did he go to the Western Conference Finals, NBA Finals with Jamal Murray? If Jamal Murray's impact ain't so great. I never said he has no impact. That's not what I said. You did I said say Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray doesn't have the impact that other stars have. That other players are doing in he harder situations. The he does not have the impact. He's not the best player. He's nobody not said he is. Hold on. Nobody. Hold on. Nobody said he is. Hold on. Was Kyrie Irving the best player? Hold on. Was Kyrie Irving the best player? Was Kyrie Irving the best player when he played with LeBron and they won a chip? No, nigga. Was Scottie Pippen the best player? Hold on. Was Scottie Pippen the best player when he played with Mike? No, you don't. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm not finished cooking your ass yet. Was goddamn? Hold on. Hold on. Was goddamn Chris Middleton the best player when he went to the finals with Giannis and won a chip? Hell no, you sorry dumb stumble snitch. Let me keep going because I'm gonna make sure I stumble muffle on your ass. Hold on. All them years of Golden State Warriors was winning chips. Was Clay Thompson the best player on that team? No, sir. So, sir, but it was his impact major. Yes, it was. So, in the bottom line is this. Your ass is half retarded. They need to stop you from coming on here because you say dumb shit. Everybody can rewind the tape. The man wants y'all to think that Jamal Murray is not an elite player. But the last two times he was in the playoffs, a team that got beaten the first round and second round went to the conference finals and went to the NBA finals and won the chip. That's all y'all need to know about impact when we talk about Jamal Murray. Again, Mustard, I just think about the idea that he needs to be elite. I mean, Scottie Pippen was a number two. Even though he was better than Jamal Murray, he still was elite. But Scotty also did things. Scotty was also a number so one. So with that being that won, so, that won over fifty games, he was on a he was a number one on a team that won over fifty games. Right, he, he showed and, what he could do as a number one player. Right. He's also a better player than right. Jamal Murray. And like, he was I elite, don't understand right? what we're so, doing. And, 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 and we're talking about and we're talking about a top, a top five, five top ten player. Yeah, we're, yes. talking, we're, we're talking about a top five player. But that the, the point is is that because you are a number two, that doesn't mean that you're not elite. And that's what Jamal Murray even relative to the league. Like I feel like y'all are making and look. Technically speaking, right? If we're talking about like the technical definition of elite, he is—he right. one of the best players in the league. You know, he—that's—that's that's great. That's there's a, a hundred over a hundred uh, players in the league. And I get that. Over but like my right. yeah Correct. yeah I get that. There's hundreds of players in the league. I understand that technically speaking, he is elite. But I'm talking about right. compared to the best of the best players, he's the not. I'm not taking him. I'm not taking him over a Kyrie. I'm not taking him over a Ja. I'm and I'm with Mustard on this. I'm not taking him over Paul George. I'm not taking him over Anthony Edwards. I'm not taking him over Triple George. I'm not taking him over Donovan Mitchell. This is the problem that we have, right? And I literally said you cannot rank a number two like you would rank a number one. Rank him on the scale of a number two. Then that means you're not elite, No, it doesn't. No, it does not. No, it does not. James Worthy was James Worthy was an elite player. He wasn't a number. He wasn't a number one. As a number two, Jamal Murray is not if not if not one of the best, the top number twos you can have. And then two, you as a Bulls fan should understand this because you harping on the regular season. We DeMar DeRozan get cooked a lot because he is a significant. He's not player. either. So no, 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 wait, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. DeMar DeRozan get cooked all the time because he is a significant playoff dropper. He balls in the regular season, drop a playoff. Every time Jamal Murray plays in the, from the regular season to the playoffs, his numbers increase drastically. Drastically, like if you compare his because you go out the regular season, he look at his regular season numbers and compare his playoff numbers. He turned to a whole different caliber of player when the playoffs start. That's all I'm saying, bro. So you have to acknowledge that. 
He played because you're number two does not mean that because you're a number two, you can still be a top 25 player and still be elite. Yeah, you can, but especially there's when, better players than you, Jamal Murray. Though. Even if there's better. Okay, so say that yeah. then. Say that there's better players, but yeah. what you can't deny is that he's elite. That's what, you can't deny that. That part you can't deny. If you want to take Kyrie Irving because he's a better elite player, if you want to take Jalen Brown because he's a better elite player, I'm good with that. But we can't deny that Jamal Murray, who played at an elite level, it's semantics. Is an elite that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I think no, it's not semantics. semantics. This is a semantics yeah. combo. Then that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what it sounds like. No, it's not. No, it's not. What's the definition of elite player? I think what's the definition of elite player? But you, you can say it's kind of like how people define superstar differently. Okay, let's look. Yeah, Technically, everybody in the NBA has status. No, 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 no. Must no. Here's example. Here's example. Y'all can say Kyrie Irving is a better player than Jamal Murray, but Jamal Murray played better than Kyrie Irving this year. That's a fact. He played better. We count with the playoffs. He played better than Kyrie Irving. But Kyrie Irving is a better player. We yep. would not deny that. Yep. But yep. Jamal Murray yeah. has played better. And not, only did, and not only did Jamal Murray play better, that doesn't negate the fact that Kyrie Irving is a better player than him, and he's still elite. He's yep. still elite. Yep. Thank yeah. you. If I'm going and Jalen, you you just you, you brought up the baseball reference. You brought up the, the football reference. Yo, I ain't. I'm, I'm not. Uh, Pat Mahomes good. That don't mean that I ain't an elite quarterback because I ain't that good. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I'm still elite though. Philip Philip Rivers was an elite quarterback for a while. Drew Brees was an elite quarterback. He wasn't Peyton Manning. He wasn't Tom. Right, Brady. I ain't Peyton Manning good. I ain't Tom Brady yeah. good. But I'm still I'm I'm still elite. Right, you ain't chopped liver. You ain't chopped liver. Right, man. and that's right. what he making it sound like. He making it sound like when you when you say that I'm not elite, that means that I'm above average. Mm -hmm. And Jamal Murray is way better than above average. Right. Yeah, I agree. But does that make him elite? Yes. If you if he's, a, if he's better than above average, he's elite. If, if he's no. better than In above playoff, average, that elite. no. If he's a, if he's better than above average, that doesn't make him elite. But because what he did. What he was on his way to doing and then came back and what he did, I think that that yeah, makes him elite. I'm going to hold on. Look, I think the playoff rising makes him elite. Playoff rising makes him I'm going to look up Jamal Murray numbers because. Yo, he's like, he's like SB, that doesn't change anything, though. You could look up his numbers. You could you, you could tell us all, all of that. But mm -hmm. just based on what we know, based on the high test and based on other guys' numbers, uh, Jamal Murray might not be top 25. Bro. And so bro. I'm just my, my only question is went up how many elite players in the league? And, all and the I don't, numbers went up, Ron. Across and, the board, I, all the no, numbers I, went up. I, I got you, I got you, but I I don't know. It's I I, I agree with both. When you're talking about when you, Abraham, when you're talking about elite players, I hear a lot of times up here specifically. I hear a lot of times these dudes talking about offensively. And what is what is one of the things that you guys talk about the most when you talk about offensively? A guy's ability to score. Jamal Murray is one of the best tough shot makers <laughs> in the be, game. That'd be y'all tripping off score. I trip off the other things. He's but one of the best tough shot makers in the game. And it translated in the playoffs. It translated in the playoffs to the point where it won the NBA championship because of that. And no, if, I, if he's not that tough shot maker, they're not making they're not winning uh, the NBA championship. Uh, man, I didn't want to, I didn't want to get into this, but I'm saying, like, yeah, it translated to a championship. But, like, just right. because he did that on that team and it translated, it doesn't mean that it's not a bunch of other players that couldn't have did things on that championship team that would have translated. And it doesn't mean that those dudes aren't awesome. It just means that I did it. No, he didn't for sure. see you dudes do it. And because you saw me do it, that can't take away from the fact that I am now elite. Even though I was on my way to that anyway, you do have to recognize me for being that today. Ron, I got a question, though. Besides <laughs> Steph Curry and Dame Lillard, who else can you put in that situation? They do the same thing Jamal Murray does. 
Kyrie. Are we being serious? I'm just asking. Yo, I, mean, that. Yo, I can, I can, I can so, easily, so. I can easily name twelve guards that okay, on well, that team, on well, that well. team. On that so we take Jamal Murray off the crew. It might not have been the same exact thing, but but they win. I gotta hear the twelve. Take Jamal off that crew. Easily, we're talking about more. I'm not even gonna name forwards like Jimmy Butler, Paul George, guys like that. He just said Stephanie. Just said Dame. Keep going. He just said Stephanie. Said Dame. Who else? Give me a guard. Give me a guard. Luca. Okay. Devin Booker. Okay. Okay. Uh, De'Aaron Fox. Yep. John Morant. Mm-hmm. I don't know if John Morant could. No, 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 no. You. I really don't know if John Morant. No, no, no. Okay. Listen, let, let, let no. He just, it just go crazy. Just put him on that team next to Jokic, and you just go crazy. You said Trey Young. You said Trey Young. Seven. That's seven. That's seven. Okay. SGA. Okay. Kyrie. Now where we at? You just say Kyrie. We at eight. We at eight. Kyrie. That is Curry on there. Okay. Irv. Irv is not. Irv makes nine. Can I get Jalen Brunson? You want to get you want to get Jalen Brunson? Can I get Jalen Brunson? No, that's no, up to you. So what happened? We seen Jalen Brunson next to Julius okay. Randle. So you talking about on that okay, championship okay, okay. team Brunson, next to the Brunson. Nuggets? Jalen Brunson? No. Good point. Okay. We'll get, we'll get I got Jalen Brunson. Okay. Brunson. 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 All right. Um, come on. You already know I need Tyrese Halliburton. I like her. I'm a Halliburton. I'm a Halliburton. I need Tommy Halliburton. I don't know if he's a scorer. I don't know if he's a scorer that Jamal is. I don't know if he's a scorer. Have, have we said it? You, you did not say Anthony Edwards. And you didn't say oh. Donovan Mitchell neither. Donovan Mitchell. And man, right? That's 13 guards right there. Now watch this. Hold on, wait, OG. Hold on, wait, wait, OG. You proved my point because how this man not elite, you name all the best guards in the position. You ain't named. But hold on, no, hold on, no, hold on, no. You this, name all the best no, guards in the right, league. You right, so if you right. You the best guards in the league. They cannot do it. He's no, you right. But hold, hold on, no. Hold, hold on, no. And this is this you is the only thing I want to say. I'm not. I'm not. No, SB, SB, SB. Relax. I'm not saying that Jamal's not elite. I'm then just asking how many players are then elite in the league. I'm. I. I. What he. What he did. Was elite. What he did was uh, almost otherworldly. I, I'm not even gonna lie. But, and if he's able to do that, then he's elite. But then Ron, I'm, I'm just every, saying, Ron, almost every team how many, in the NBA, how many players are elite? Every, how many different Ron, 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 let's do it like this. Ron, let's do it like this. Almost every team in the NBA has one elite player. So that's thirty right there. Let's say let's say twenty eight. Let's say twenty eight. So almost every player, every team in the NBA has one elite player, one superstar, one elite player on that team. Almost every team. Well, let's just say four teams don't have one. So we'll say 26, right? right? And then you go to half of those teams, have a second player that's an elite player, that's an elite sidekick. Whether you're talking about an AD, whether you're talking about uh, a Jalen Brown, who's giving you 26 a game, doing all this other stuff, whether you're talking about uh, uh, whatever team you, you, you want to go to. You know, James Harden, Harden. What, what, you know what I'm saying? We, like, we who, led the league in the who led the league in the fifth, averaged 20, 22 points a game. Right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. So what, what we saying to you is this, bro. When you talk, my only thing with Mustard was is he said that the man wasn't elite. I said that's false mm-hmm. because he is, you, he is an elite player because only elite players can do the type of stuff that he did. The players you name, they're, they're great players, but not all of them can do what, what uh, Murray did because Murray also facilitated. Ant-Man ain't showed you that he can facilitate. Ant-Man ain't showed you that he can run the point and, and run the show and then, and then facilitate for other people. Ant-Man showed you he can get buckets. He haven't showed you the ability to do all the other stuff Jamal Murray has shown you. So when you're saying just anybody can go in that role and do it, that is not true because you have to be able to do all the other stuff that Murray did too. B 
being able to get the 10 average of 10 assists in the finals. I think he almost averaged a triple double, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, be, so I don't see, I haven't never seen Ant-Man change his game and be That's able it. to adjust and change his game. So when you say some guys like Jalen Brunson, yeah, he, he Jalen Brunson is starting to become an elite player. He's going into that into that wave to become an elite player. So we got to see it for like another year or so. And we'll say, oh, OK, if he does it again, goes maybe goes a little further with the Knicks. We'll say, hey, man, he's one of the elite players in the game. And take it even to double down on your point. Right. Because my point was this. I didn't even get to the point about the fit to do what Jamal Murray do. Ron had to go so high to take the elite players. Everybody he named pretty much either a number one option they team. So how a guy not elite, but to fit his role and to bring his impact, you had to take the best player on the other team. Every guard you name is either one of the best players on their team. But that's also my point, though, too, SB, is that all of these guys are able to do it as a solo act, if you will. I mean, some of them also got other good players and whatnot. But for the most part, these are all number one players on their team. It's hard for me to call you elite if I've never seen you be elite by yourself. We never it's, seen it's we never seen home, but we never we seen we never seen Halliburton. We never seen Halliburton be elite, and you said that. What are you talking? So last last season, Halliburton wasn't wasn't good. What was their record? He wasn't elite. He was good though. I love Halliburton. I don't know about Halliburton. I don't know about Halliburton. 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 Hold on, hold on. The reason why I say that to you, Ron, is because. It's other players that have shown me that they can do better. Like SGA, he's showing me he's an, he's a young elite player. Look no, what he did with his doubt. team. And, and, and old boy couldn't even do that with his team, uh, Tyrese Hallenburton. He couldn't even get them in a the play-in. So, I mean. Well, he got he, hurt, to be fair. Halliburton uh, Hold on. Hurt, doesn't, hold on. They've been hurt, too. Other players have been hurt, too. So, that, that issue goes out the window. Sheamus, like, what, 25 games last year, too, right? So, oh, he played, like, 65, 66 games. So, that goes out the window. That goes out the window, too. So when you, when you look at when you look at this stuff, we can't just call players that are, are great players on bad teams elite. Because guess what? You Jamal Murray can do that. Jamal Murray can go on on the, on the Indiana Pacers right now, average twenty five and that and eight assists, nine assists, if he wants. And, and you still you you won't be calling him elite. But since he's doing it on a team that's winning and he's with Jokic, see that's the biggest part. The fact that he's playing with Jokic, this is the reason why Kobe Bryant left Shaq. Because people wasn't trying to give Kobe his props while he was playing under Shaq. So when Kobe left Shaq, he wanted to prove how great he was. And I hope this doesn't happen with Jokic and Murray because it's getting to them type of levels where people ain't appreciating uh, Murray. And if they continue to win and he don't get no credit, how is he going to start feeling about that as he starts to become 28, 29 years old and not getting no credit, being hidden in in Jokic's uh, 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 shadow when he out here putting in major work too. So. I'm just saying, Let's bro. Take, like, just because Murray better second. not leave Jokic, because right? if we do, I'm telling you, we're gonna have a different conversation. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. I, I disagree. I, I think he's. I think his game, and you know this, Ron. I think his game speak for itself, bro. I, I just think when you look at like Ron, when you look at a player's game, you know when when a brother got game. Like he got game. Yeah, no doubt. Like, we ain't we ain't we ain't gonna question whether or not he got he game. Might. He got. He, the let's stuff he got, Ron, not a lot of people in the association got the stuff he got. Like Ant Man, Ant Man ain't making the tough shots that I've seen him making. Ant Man is na- he nasty with it, but he I've seen Jamal Murray get nasty at night. So I'm ju- I'm just saying. Hey, I got a question because my cousin just sent me a text because he was like, "Hey, can you talk about this?" It's funny that we already on the topic of this player. It said, "Rank these four players in this picture: Devin Booker, Ant Man, Jamal Murray, or Donovan Mitchell." Rank them. Same again. Rank these yeah, four players: Devin Booker, Ant Man, Jamal Murray, Donovan Mitchell. I'm gonna put. Let's see, hold on. It's another. Hold on. I'm glad you. That's another thing. We y'all rank Devin Booker like that because he got CP3. But before he had CP3, 
Devin Booker was putting up 27 a game. And nobody he, talked wouldn't, about he, it. he wouldn't get deprived. Yep, that's that's true. But that's I mean, true. yeah, yeah, Booker without CP again, he's an, he's an amazing point guard. People don't realize how good of a passer and playmaker Devin Booker is. When CP was out, Devin Booker was creating opportunities for his teammates passing the ball. I think he was averaging close to eight assists a game. No, no, no. But I ain't asked you that. I, I asked you what he was doing before he went over there. Oh yeah, no, like he was still a phenomenal yeah. when he was there. Hold on, putting up numbers and losing, putting up numbers right, and right, right, losing. Right, right, right. So, so, is that elite? Is that elite in your mind? Because he only became elite when he had elite players come around him. See what I'm saying? I, I, he see, I see. Better. He, he, he became a better player later on. No, 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 no. I'm saying no, no, but no. I'm, what I'm saying is that this is that we only considered him elite mm-hmm. once he got those elite players around him, because he before he was just a dude putting up 26 losing. So, so a what I'm, my point, my point, my point to y'all. Hold on, my point to y'all is, if y'all still think that, I mean, what do you all think that Devin Booker would be right now if CP3 never came over there? What do y'all think he would be? Well, Phoenix Suns, they was on their way to making the playoffs. Yeah, I think they still. Well, it wasn't the time. They only won 34 games, Chill. They wasn't. No, well, they were in the play They were in the play They was not on their way to the The year before, the year before they, the year before they got Chris Paul, they were two games out. I think a game or two games out from making the playoffs the year before. No, no, no. The play they got So they, so they just, so they just missed the playoffs. And they had to play in, play in, not the playoffs. Chill, play in. They only won 30, 34 games. Play in. That so 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 in twenty so the, the year that they was in the bubble, the right? bubble, the bubble. That was a play in. They was remember right. they was one of the worst teams and they won eight straight games. Remember that year you could play yourself up to get in. They won every right. single game in the bubble and still missed the play in. Right. I mean, still missed the playoffs. Missed, that in 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 twenty twenty the, the year in 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 the bubble. I think they won thirty. Yeah, they won thirty four games. That they year. weren't gonna make wow. the playoffs if COVID didn't right. happen. They was not close. They was not close to making the playoffs. Even hold on, chill. Even with Devin Booker, they was not close to making the playoffs. They only won 34 games. So they what you call it, ticket. They missed the playoffs by one game that year. Oh, hold on for a second, ticket. This is what you're telling me. You're telling me that they won 34 games and they finished in 10th. The Trailblazers made the playoffs with the AC. And they won 35 games. They missed the playoffs by one game that game. Oh, chill. So that's what I'm saying. Hold on. Chris said, chill. No, no, no. You're missing the point, OG. You're missing the point. You're right. Chill. Hold on. Chill. Hold on. Yo, yo. I feel where you coming from. I'm saying to you, we going by the regular system. I'm talking about by now how they playing now. Right. If I'm not talking about the players. No, 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 no. But listen, listen, listen. Hold on. That season was special the way they did it. Remember, they tweaked the rules a little bit after that. That season, they was giving other teams an opportunity to, to, that wasn't even supposed to be in the in the picture to get in. They did that with Portland. They did that with them. Portland somehow ended up getting in, and they didn't. But they should have never even been in the playoff picture. They was only at like twenty seven wins, chill, before they went into the bubble. So and my whole point eight was, straight. They went off eight straight. Yeah, and they only, and that hold on that only got them to thirty four. So my point to chill is any other season they got thirty four. They ain't even sniffing the play in. That year was special because they let other teams come up that year into the right. bubble. So, but now if they if so, let's say they let's say they improved by eight games, they they would have been in a play in, but that doesn't guarantee you that they they get to the playoffs. Is what I'm saying. So I'm right. saying I'm saying with Devin Booker, I'm saying with Devin Booker, right? Mm-hmm. So let, let's just let's if we just keep it real. Every other year until then, he never showed us that he was a, an elite player. He showed us that he was a good player who put up stats. Bradley Beal, all the way up until now, nobody said Bradley Beal's an elite player. Mm-hmm. I hadn't heard nobody on this show or nobody on YouTube say Bradley Beal's elite. 
Hold on, wait. Take it out. Take it out. Double down with you on it, right? Bradley Beal. And I say this OG plenty times. Everybody loved to say certain players average a lot of these numbers. Bradley Beal averaged thirty-two years in a row. Nobody. Said nobody he said he was elite. Nobody said he was elite. Nobody said he was That's my point to Ron. That's my point to Ron and to the homie Mustard. That's my point to those two. It's like, bro. Okay, he was putting up those numbers on a bad team, but we gonna discount and say that. Say a guy like why well, Ron ain't said it because he said Uncle Mustard said it. You gonna say he ain't elite? That's that's you know you know that's I also think that's wrong because Bradley Beal when Bradley Beal was putting up thirty a game. Like the first year they missed the playoffs. The second year they made the playoffs. And when he was playing, they were above five hundred. They were they were actually decent. Was when he, he was elite? Playing. He was hurt. Yeah, I actually think he was. I think he was. I, I actually think too. he was an elite yeah, player. Elite. So and I think he had a better seat. Like I think you could have put him on the Nuggets. Take that version, Bradley. Put him on the Nuggets. They can win a championship. They will win a championship. I think. Okay. Okay. Let me ask you one. Let me ask you one last question. I'm gonna leave it alone. Mars boy down there in Houston. He put up 22 a game last year, like 22. Oh, Jalen Green. How many assists he put up? Hold on. How many assists he put up, uh, Mars? Like uh, three, four. Like three. three right. Four. And how many rebounds? How many rebounds? Like four, four. So he damn near average. He damn near average close to the numbers of Jamal Murray. Average more points and stuff. You put him on 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 but, on. No, on. Hold, 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 hold on. Answer your question. Hold on. 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 So when his team with the Houston Rockets, he damn near put up the same numbers as Murray, if not better. If you put him. And change him with Jamal Murray. I mean, excuse me. With well, yeah, you change him with Murray and put him with Jokic. What do you think? What do you think they do? They well, lose in the well, second here's round. my thing. One. No, 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 no. no. I want to answer the question because this is the I'm dude. Answering, that was, I'm answering. I'm answering. I'm answering. I don't, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think Jalen Green. I don't think they win with Jalen Green. But the thing is, Jalen Green. I don't think he's as good as Jamal Murray. I don't think he's as good as Jamal Murray right now. I don't. I don't think he's as good defensively. I don't think he's as good of a playmaker. I don't think he's as good of a scorer right now than Jamal Murray. Um, his handle is not as good. It's not as tight as Jamal Murray's, you know, like he doesn't, he doesn't create to the level that Jamal Murray does. Um, I, I don't think he's as good. I don't think Jalen Green's elite either. That's the thing. But, I, but I, wait, I but wait, but Muster, though, if every player you Mars, can, he can get there, but he, stop it. But hold on, wait, Muster, my question is this, though, because I ain't, we ain't trying to like jump on you, but, this, but my point is this. If you only can't replace an elite player to make it work, why is not Jamal Murray elite then? Facts. If you can only replace that, that's my player. point. Hey, that's a great question, SB. That was yeah. my point. That's what Bill Town was saying too. I don't think that's why we saying he's elite. You can only put elite players in that. You only can put an elite player to make it work. But I don't think I'm I don't not buying. Think, Bradley, I'm not buying Bradley Bill getting on that crew. Even the thirty me, game. Me, that's what I'm your ass did too, Ron. Guys I'm like Bradley Bill, he not hopping on that crew and doing that like that. We just gonna have to disagree. Agree. You can't Bradley Bill get that. Hold on, Ron. You can't buy that. Hold on, Ron. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Ron. You think Bradley Bill could have did what just Jamal Murray just did? I believe you're just Bradley looking at it from a bucket. Hey, 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 like Jokic just did everything. Like, I'm not oh, discrediting okay. him. I'm just saying there's other. That's why you said he's not elite. He can do. He's a thought point guard on the championship team, and he was he was huge for what they were doing. 
And he, he the reason why they won two series. Jamal Murray was an elite in two series. And Jokic took the back seat. Like, why are you denying that, bro? Y'all just give it. Look, I, this is where Jokic get over glazed from the point. He said back seat. He was still the best player on, on the That's like, fine. The but the point is that He played Jamal better, Murray, far better. Like, no, he understand. did not play far yes, better. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He did. Oh, my God, bro. Jokic played far better than Jamal Murray. It was better. Y'all be sleeping on that. There's no way I'm I can't wait for y'all to see what Bradley There's no way I'll argue that, Mustard. There's no way I'll argue that. better like Jamal Murray. I won't even argue that. But chill, he said far better like Jamal Murray wasn't impactful at all. Like no, that's that's what what? No, that's not what he said. That's not what I said. No, you said far better. Two things can be true. One player could be far better. Another player could still be great. Jamal Murray was great. He was he was he's a great great playoff run. But I think there are other guys that are also great that are even better than Jamal Murray. And you could put them in that situation, and they could be great as well, if not even better. I don't understand how that's a, a – and because – It's not ridiculous for you to say that, Mustard. Yeah, it's no, not, no, it's no, not no, ridiculous no, for no, you to no, say no, that. No, What's no, ridiculous no. is to say that those guys could be great who are elite, but Jamal Murray, who's also doing what, you, what these guys can do, is not elite. That's the problem. That's where the disconnect I, I, But I don't think that – well, it would just depend on the player. You'd have to bring up the player. Like I said, I think Bradley Beal could do it. Um, a couple. I think Paul George is better than, than Jamal Murray. That, that's yeah, what I think individual. is better than Jamal Murray. Nobody's going to deny that, though. Nobody's going to deny that. An individual player, yes, Bradley Bill, Paul George are better. Donovan but, Mitchell, SGA. I, like, like, I mean, let's the be individual. As, as, I already as, named him, Muster. You named Trey Young. And I, for, and I forgot Trae to Young's add. Better. I forgot to add Bradley Bill. I apologize, Bradley. I, okay, I well, not right now, not right now, not right now, not right now. Some of the best guys even, 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 What do you mean? Not right now. So, Bill, 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 Even if we're talking about he's back not then, Ron, even if we're talking about back then, Ron, you had to bring up the league-leading scorer. You didn't Thank just bring you. up a, a, a good player. No, you brought up I the league-leading scorer. Chill, SB. That's levels. I get that. I get that. And I'm not – what I don't want you guys to think is that I'm not saying that what Jamal didn't do was elite last year. I'm not. Jamal did that, and it was in an elite manner. But also, I have to question: What would Jamal look like by himself? I've seen, I've seen all of these guys for the most part by themselves, and they're able to. They because all these guys that I named aren't elite. Jalen Brunson isn't elite. I don't think Tyrese is elite yet. All these guys aren't elite, but I have seen them by themselves do things that are great. So, what would Jamal Murray be without Yogi? You seen Jalen Brunson do by himself? Hey, Jalen Brunson was hooping when, this when year. Well, wasn't there the last, I checked, last I checked, Jalen Brunson had an All NBA performer on his team. In fact, oh my God, he was the worst player in the playoffs. Worst player in the playoffs. Just because y'all think he works, he was an All NBA player. No, 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 no. Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson. by himself. We see a lot on that. We see Jalen Brunson in two situations in his career, right? Two years ago with the Mavericks. I don't want to. This is unfair. This is unfair. We saw him. Thank you. He got two playoff wins. He got two playoff wins with the Dallas Mavericks against the Jazz in the playoffs, right? And then in the playoff run, he was good, but I don't think he was as good as Jamal Murray this this past month. But this year, better in the regular season. In the playoffs, he was cooking the heat. Cooked the heat, and he cooked the Cavs. The Cavs and the the best defenses in the league. I'm glad you brought that up. As the number one option. And I'm glad you brought that up. Julius Randle on his team. Julius Randle was so bad. So and I'm glad you brought that up, Mustard. And I'm glad you brought that up, Mustard. Because you know who else cooked the heat? Jamal Murray. He cooked them in the NBA championship. Mm. That's a fact. Mm. Yeah, that's the number one. Was he the number one or no? Was he number one? 
Was he the best player on that team? Was he the best player on that team? Look at the level of difficulty that y'all are comparing. There's a reason why Julius Randle made the all-pro team and made the all-star team. The only one on the crew who did that. The only one. I know Mom hates him. He made he was did enough. Julius Randle. Did Julius Randle make Randall Jalen Brunson's same. job easier? Did he make Jalen Brunson's job easier? For sure. And, and Joker, sure and Joker made in, in the, the playoffs. playoffs. He made his job easier in the playoffs. No, he look, was Julius wasting. Oh, wait, wait. So, so wait. Hold on. Wait. Time out. Hold on. Wait. 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 Jay. Mustard. Your whole argument was to bring the regular season. He wasn't the number one. No, 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 no. Wait. Pause. Pause. Because Jalen Brunson. Oh, wait, 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 no, Mustard, your, Mustard, your answer is grass because you now you only want to talk about the playoffs. But the whole grass. argument you was talking about the regular season. Get your ass up out of here. He was talking about both. the regular season. He was better in the regular season. season too. He was literally better in the regular season. He was really better. I'm sorry, Rod. All right, y'all. We, we, hey, we, we, we got to keep it pushing because the, the show's coming Yo. to an end soon. Hey, hey, Mustard, give me some. Give me, give, give me some. Oh, I'll <laughs> right, no, bro. But what we got to do is we got to rank these rings from Jordan. We got six rings to choose from, mm. two different three-peats, and I need to know which ring was the best, the most mm. impressive, and which ring really wasn't all of that. So uh, let's start by figuring out which ring is the worst, and then we'll just move our way up to the top. The worst, worst. ring. I ain't going to lie. Mm. I'm, I'm going to let y'all know now. I'm pushing the agenda to get the last, the last dance ring number one, so I'm pushing the agenda. The 98 one? No, no, no. no Which one? Dance. So they all, the all six dance. of them was on the last dance. What are you talking about? No, I'm talking about the last the last championship. Was, I'm yeah, 98. Yeah, 98. I'm pushing that as the best one. Yeah, I, I think I'd agree with that. But I think Wait, the 96. What's the question? The most impressive for Jordan or the most the impressive, impressive for the Bulls or the one where the most impressive. paid the best? The, like, the, the, what's the, the most impressive Bulls ring. No, and but we he said what's the least impressive one? Probably the least. We'll, we'll start with the, the bottom. Least impressive. Yeah. 93. Mm. That's Why where 93? I was gonna go. Why 93? Why 93? Um it starts from the fact that the suns don't move me. So okay. that's probably that's probably like the the crutch mm. of it. Um Pick I think I think this the second the, the second three P is just very impressive to me. So that none of them are going to. be I mean, to, to, to double. I don't, I don't think I don't I mean, think you can ever put the first ring as the yeah. least impressive because that's yeah, that's the starts all of it. So then it ends I up being between ninety two and ninety three. To add uh, add on to the fact, out of all their rings, that ninety three ring is the least amount of wins they had at fifty seven. They won fifty seven games that year. Well, they finished seven, they, that year. They, they played the Knicks in the conference finals, if I remember correctly, but. Uh, which was underdog too, Mars? Which was Jordan's defense? So, if we go through the 90, the 92, 93 run, they played the Hawks in the first round, swept them. Swept them. They played swept them. Them. Cleveland in the next round, swept, swept them. them. Then they swept beat the Knicks four two, and then they beat the Phoenix Suns and Barkley. So, swept the Knicks. Yeah. Uh, technically, technically swept the Knicks too, because they lost the first two games, and the Knicks didn't win another game after that. So, swept them too. So they pretty much swept the whole field, besides the the Suns. So, yeah, yeah, the sun, I, the sun's don't move you. But I, yeah, I, 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 93, 93 is going lost for me. And yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm. It doesn't mean it's trash. I mean, I'm they should have swept. They should have swept Phoenix too. They're the only team in NBA history to go on the road and win the first two games. No team has ever done that before. They did it. Oh, yeah, wow. but then Jordan, Jordan had one of the. I think it might have been Game Three or Game Four where he wanted to just chuck up some shots, shot like forty times and lost. Hmm. I in, game, in Game Four, yeah, fifty-five that game. Mm-hmm. 
So in '93, his opponent won that game. Conference in '93. Nah, that's a game he took like forty shots and they lost. But y'all think '93 is worth the '91? I'll tell you, wait, '93 they played the cap. '91 is worse. I'm sorry, the first ring can never be the worst one to me. '93 is worse than '91. They didn't really face. They didn't really face. It's not saying they're bad teams, teams but yeah, that's the worst comp. Yeah, ninety-one is worst. No, comp. I'm, I'm fine. The, 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 well, the only reason ninety-one or ninety-two. Well, James, James, James Worthy was hurt in the finals. Okay, so injury there. Mm-hmm. And Byron Scott was Kareem, later. Kareem was already later gone. on in the series. Oh, yeah, later Kareem's on in the series. been gone for two years though. So. Yeah, okay, right. Gone, Jamal was already gone, but yeah, but I'm not about to hold against him that Kareem's been retired. Let's kill the logic that the competition that they had to deal with was was less than because they did have to get past two-time defending NBA champions who had knocked them out the playoffs the previous three years. So let's kill yes. that logic about the competition wasn't good. They yes. talking about the Pistons? No, but, we never but, had it's not good. But hold on, wait, wait. Pistons were over with, though. Pistons were over with. No, 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 they were good. They won the chip, and then the next year they just old. No, they were good. The Pistons were good. The Pistons were good. But forget just the Pistons. Forget just the Pistons. He spent the first by the way, the mental fortitude to get over a team that been kicking your behind for multiple, multiple years, and you uh, finally get over that hump, that means a lot to get to your course, first chip. I'm not that. denying that. I'm not denying so that. So you got to have the first two rounds, though, though. In the first two rounds, though, there were nobodies. Like, the Sixers were not better than them. The, the Knicks were diamond 500. I don't care the about Sixers that. Sixers were you know? the Barkley Sixers, right? Yeah, yes. Barkley, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then after that, uh, they faced uh, was it the Pistons. That's Pistons. fine. He, th- the Pistons are a good team. I agree yeah. with that. But, like, yeah, they're a great team. Yeah, I agree. But then after that in the finals, the Lakers, they, they were great as well. But I still feel like the first two, it's almost like it's it's net neutral at that point. Like, it, it evens out. Like, 60 but, games but, that year? But, but, same, and then, and 90, like 60 games? But with that so same who? logic, though. The Lakers in 91? No, 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 no. Like well, almost. Games, almost close to, close almost to 60 games? Yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah, but James Webb, was hurt. And, and Byron Scott too. Don't leave that up. And yeah, Byron so, Scott. I, I, I yeah. the, the reason, I the reason, the reason I'm not putting 91 last. I'm impressed by the ring, but for me, when you start a dynasty, the first ring can't be the worst. Yeah, that's what got, I, that's I, what I got the ball we, rolling. Like I you have to do, get getting yeah, over the hump is like that. usually the most difficult thing to do. They got over that hump. I, and then they kept the ball rolling. That can't I think be. We yeah, can especially against that. the Pistons as well. Like that, I that's, think we that's can very... agree. 93 can be last, and we can do the first ring right above. Yeah. But they had the worst 90... record of all this, all six of eight, all six of eight rings. That's that, the worst that record. Year, they had the lowest seed, and they had the worst record. And so 93 is last. 93 for me, last. if I had to put an order, it would be 93, 91, 97, 92, 98, 96. That's the order for me. So I got it up here, right here. Am I putting okay. ninety three or six? Does every yes. is everybody yeah, agree? I'm cool with I'm cool with ninety six. I'm cool with ninety three or six. I mean, yes. I, I still I'm want cool the first. But the, nah, uh, nah, you're cooking. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, finally, the people. Finally, the the uh, especially living in Chicago and how they talked about when they finally got over. Like, cause my granny, my granny is a uh, Jordan head. My my granddad is LeBron. Oh, she she wanted the Glazers. Hey, hey, watch your watch your mouth. I'm going to keep it all. I'm going to keep it 100 with you, SB. I ain't from Chicago. When that Eastern Conference Championship started in 91, I felt like I was from that neighborhood. Like, yo, let's go get these dudes. I'm coming with you dudes. We getting these dudes out of here. And I ain't even from Chicago. And I was with them. We getting rid of Detroit ass. It was a serious thing. Like I said, my household, I grew in the household. Even my grandma and granddad still argue to this day watching the game. Because my granddad is LeBron here. My grandma love the Bulls. They still argue to this day. Been together forever. They 90 and 80. But the whole point is, I'm saying, like, I didn't heard the stories and understand how big it was to finally defeat the Detroit Pistons team. So it, it meant a lot to the city to finally beat them. And they won after that, too, so it meant a lot. 
and had them walk off the court and don't shake their hand. It was they 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 go. They that was that was petty. That was petty. Yeah, they was petty. For that. <laughs> they they go crazy over there. So yeah, now that I can't I can't put the first run last. I can't. It's impossible. Yeah. So All right, put so, a second loss there. I'll put a second. Yeah, I'm about so, to say it has to be second to yeah. last, right? Can we agree on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Yes, agreed. Does Does everybody agree that the Lakers championship was the second worst ticket? Uh, we'd love to hear from you on this too. Second worst just sounds like we're just. just it just does, doesn't yeah. it, Miles? I don't kind of. But all of these are championship best. Yeah, they're all championship best. There we go. Fifth best. There we go. Fifth best. There we go. Yeah, they're all championship runs. Like that ninety-seven. That ninety-seven. I mean, they won sixty-nine games that. Yeah, that can't believe that. They won sixty nine games that. The second so, three P, they won sixty plus games. Every, I think that's yeah, the, night, every the night, the night, the night, the ninety seven Bulls. Yeah, but because the Miami Heat, the Miami Heat conference finals. Jesus now, Christ! You want to see you the defense? That's one of Jordan's this, worst shooting series. They got through. No, no, no. I agree, but the Jazz in the finals. But the first two rounds, I think, is this. This is my agenda to push the last championship run, Washington, because. Yeah. They did the mm. Bulls didn't go through none of the extra stuff they went through do any of their championship runs. That cha- that last championship run was the hardest ring to get. You had Scotty out for the majority of the season. You had dealing with Rodman nonsense. Jordan wasn't playing the same and still for them to compete they and win that championship out there. Sixty-two for everything yeah. they went through to still win sixty-plus games is crazy. Jordan That's why I have it number two. That's why I have it number two. I, I think it has to go one. I get the seventy-two. You can't. Yeah, you can't argue. Yeah, seventy-two. Seven 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 no, it's tough. It's tough. Wait, you, you can say you can say you can say you can say that that area was more impressive because of what they had to go through. That's why it's right? one. Challenges they have to I get that logic. That's more impressive. That's more impressive than winning seventy-two games. I'm with you though, but seventy-two at ten is still. I'm still put number one. But I get I get SB's logic. His logic. No, so do I. I have 1,000. Yeah. Thank you. Hold on, wait. Somebody said in the chat, you had your start power for wrestling on WCW mid-season, and you still won 60 plus games. No, 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 no. Not in the middle. Not in the middle of the season. During the finals. During the finals. Come on, wrestling. <laughs> he was still producing, man. What are we doing? He was still right. producing. He was though. I about to say he was still producing. I was going. I was going. If we had the finals right now, Jamal Murray going WWE and wrestling Roman Reigns in the mid-finals. What type of conversation are we having? Hey, comes out of it's, it's, like, it's going crazy. Come on, man. No, man. I, I, I see your point, but 72 and 10, man. But you know what motivates the 72 and 10? They lost to the Magic. Jordan came out pitched in that next season. They was all guns blazing. That's what makes Everything it was fully motivated. But that season, everything was going wrong. To still win 60-plus wins and win a championship? Come on, man. We, I, I'm, Do you know I'm how hard that. it is, like, to only lose ten times during the during the season. No, no, it was impressive. It was impressive. But Jordan was at the. No, that's game. insanely impressive. Dog. And they had that, a couple of seventy three and nine Warriors. Like, same thing. But they shouldn't have lost. Like they, they they ended up losing late in the season to Toronto. They up in Toronto. Toronto was mm. terrible. They shouldn't have lost to Toronto. They should have lost. No way. No, no way. They should have lost. And the playoffs, they played like they played. They played. I mean, the Knicks aren't the same, but they played the Knicks. They Next. played the Heat. They got back on the Magic, who beat them the previous year. Swept them. They were like, "You ain't about to beat us in any game." Swept them, then they beat the Sonics in the final. Like even the playoffs were just impressive. Can I, can I add something real quick? Probably so, their best finals uh matchup, to be honest. I'm gonna go seventy two. Really so wait, so wait, so by my, because I know Ron doing the chart. So pretty much, if we got ninety three last and the ninety ninety one number five, so that mean is ninety one for sure number five. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. So 90, 91, 92 is number forty, and so the second three Pete is the top three three pieces. Uh, for me, for me, ninety seven is. I'm, I'm cooked. I'm cooked on this. I'm cooked on this because I think the ninety two team is the best team Jordan was on. 
That's why I have it above 97. That's why I have I it think above that 97. 90, okay, I think, okay, that, cool. I think that 92 team, I think that's the best team he ever been on. Even, even with the 73 win team, that 69 win team, I think that 1991-92 Bulls team was the best team that he was on. That was the year after they had won the NBA championship. It was right before the Olympics. They would establish themselves at that point that y'all better get used to seeing us because we're going to be around for a while. Scottie Pippen took that next step up where he now was making an all-NBA team. Now he's making an all-star team starting in the game. Um BJ Arm, this team was gelling. They were getting better. They won 67 games that year. Jordan had, at that point, had figured out who the NBA was and who he was. I honestly think that that was the best team that he was on in 1991. Kukoc wasn't there, though, right? Kukoc. Kukoc came in the second quarter. He came in 94. But I'm I'm with you. That's why why 97 for me would be below 92, because 92, not only is that the best Jordan I've ever seen, the athleticism, the 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 mid-range. All of that, sure. plus that team is just so well owed. I think it's the best offense they ever had. I think mm-hmm. the second three P was more focused on defense, which is great. But that okay. offense of the of the Bulls was just so high level for me. Ninety seven was just full. So wait, so so the second, the second through the second ring of the second three P you got at yeah, I got ninety seven at four. Ninety seven. Why why you got ninety seven at four? Because it's it's below ninety six and ninety eight for the reasons. <laughs> They're all great. Then, They're all great. Yeah, and then and then I have and then when it comes to picking between ninety two and ninety seven, I think ninety two is clearly the best of the first three. Best, yeah. Based on the fact that Jordan was at his best, the team was at his best, so I'm just gonna have to edge that over ninety seven. But I'm not gonna lie. After ninety one and ninety three, I think the top four rings are just like all time great rings. Yes, they is. They is. So for for the fourth best ring. What are what are you guys feeling? Mars is just uh he just alluded to ninety seven, right? Mm-hmm. All right, is yeah. wh- I ain't gonna lie, chill, 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 oh, chill. And Mars made a good case. They kind of they kind of split me up. Uh, that's crazy. Changed my mind. I almost said some wild. I almost said some wild. So yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna try to do that. Yeah, yeah, we ain't trying to do that. We ain't trying to. We ain't trying to. We ain't trying to do that either. But yeah, I'm 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 gonna go with. I'm gonna go with ninety seven too. Ninety seven, it is. The fourth, yeah. Chill, you agree with ninety seven as well? Yes, I'm good with 97. All right. All right, we got to find number three. Which one is this? 92. For me. Okay. Yeah, because I got to push my agenda. So, yeah, but I got to put 92 because y'all going to argue the method of 72 or 10. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Let me see the list, Ron. Well, I got to mm-hmm. turn that co- You got to turn that cocoa meal, my boy. <laughs> 93, 91, 97. It's 92. Yeah, we 92 here. Yeah, 92. Yeah. I, again, I it's probably gonna I'm gonna get overruled there because I think the I think the 92 team I think that was the best, but it's so you so you'd have 92 at number one. I, I mean, would. I think that's the best team Jordan was on. I would. So we gonna put 72 at 10 at three there. No, 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 no. I'm sticking with I'm sticking with 92 at number. No, no, wait, OG, OG, you sound like 72 at 10 at three there, right? That with the, the 72 and 10 team, first of all, that was a different version of Jordan. Jordan was coming yep. back to who he Jordan was trying to get back to who he was. That was a completely different unit that was constructed completely different. That 1991-92 team, they had been together at that point, I believe, for like five or six years at that point. And it was a well-oiled machine with Cartwright, with Jordan, with Cliff okay. Livingston, with B.J. Armstrong, with Kerr. These guys had known each other. The triangle offense, they had had it down at that point. It was one of the best offenses that they – I think it might have been the best offense that they had at that point. And Jordan, that – and you and I have had this conversation about Jordan and James. Mm. 2013, James, that's 92 Jordan. That's the yeah. best version of Jordan that I had seen at that point. And I think that he was the best 
at that point. So when I think about the best teams that he was on, that 1991-92 team, I mean, they ended up, let's see, when I, if I remember the playoffs correctly, they ended up in a seven-game series against the New York Knicks, who basically tried to beat them up. And they basically served them. They beat a bigger Cavs team in six games, handled them. And then they get into the NBA championship where they're down in the series, where they're down 15 points in game six. And that second unit comes back and gets them back in the game. And Jordan closes the game out and they win that series. That was probably the best. I think that's the best team that he's ever been on. Yeah. I know. I did. It wasn't in the 72 and 10 year. That's the year he punched Steve Kerr in the eye. No, that was. was uh, uh, what year no, was that was. That was the year he came. The year he came back. Uh, uh, actually, yeah, that, that, is, that, is, that is that year. You're right. Okay, that, that bad, 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 bad teammate tax. So we go tax him for being a bad teammate. And so we are gonna put that there. <laughs> he's so, always oh found out about it just recently. He's always been that. It's not like yeah, that yeah, was new. yeah, yeah. I know. I tr I'm trying to nitpick. He's splitting hairs here, so I gotta find something to, to, to put it there. <laughs> All right, number three, Mars. You have said 92. with ninety two, Jalen. I went ninety two. 92 SB. Uh, I want to say 72 and 10 so we could get the, the agenda push, but I guess, yeah, 72 and 10. I'm gonna push my agenda. Chill, I'm cool with 72 and 10 too. Let's go. All right, we asked <laughs> right Let's now. Go. Hey, ticket, I need you to come in and tell me which ring was better at a Jordan. Can I tell y'all, won't say nothing else since you said that. Bullshit. <laughs> mustard, mustard is gone, ticket, man. Go on, come ticket. On, man. No, I'm talking about Ron, nigga. I ain't talking about, I ain't talking about sour mustard. I'm talking about Ron talking that Bradley Beal bullshit. He know he was capping. You had to have been capping, Ron. How you reckon he's joining the record? Cap? No, I know you wasn't capping. You, you, you meant that shit, bro. That's, that's sad. That's a perennial goddamn loser. You're supposed to all of a sudden go win a chip with Jokic and Bradley. Come on, Ron, man. Yeah, because it's Jokic. Anyways, though. I think oh, you said, here you comes said, the Jokic glaze. Yeah. You said, was the best yeah. or the worst? You said, was the best or the worst? Well, I'll, I'll, we don't know what, 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 what ring is better, the 92 Bulls or the 96 Bulls? Uh, 96. 96 is better, so pack 92 up. There I think 96 go. is better because you had Dennis Rodman. <laughs> yep, yep. Man, 92 well, what ring was more impressive? He said, he said 92 is more impressive. I think 96 was more impressive because you – when you get a guy like Dennis Rodman, bro, like at that point in time in his career, everything that was going on with Hot Rod, he was a live wire. He was, he was that. That was the biggest challenge I think of that whole team is dealing with their own inner situations. So oh, dealing yeah. with because if Hot Rod goes off the wheels one time, that could have cost them a championship. Take, take you know look, I need, I need you to be stay here for this next case. I'm gonna make. I'm glad to every point you make it right now. Right, so stay no, here, I'm just saying. Uh, I mean, that, that's just truly how I feel. I don't feel like listen. Uh, if they would have had somebody else, it'd have been a, it'd have been much more harder. But with, with High Rod, man, to keep him on track at that time, like remember, it was a lot of other it was a lot of other situations he had going on in his life, bro. And mm -hmm. he could have easily just retired and never played basketball again. I don't think any other team probably would have took a chance on him at that time. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. So from from six to right one, now. from worst to best so far. We have the 1993 ring versus the Suns. We got the 1991 ring, his first ring versus the Lakers. Then we got the 1997 ring versus the Jazz. And at three, we just chose the 1992 ring versus the Portland Trailblazers. Now, we got two more. We got the Last Dance, 1998. And then we have 1996, where they went 72 and 10. We got a different shed between these two rings, fellas. 
Mm-hmm. See, look, like the point that Ticket was even just harping on. So Ticket, make sure you listen because you're going to be the disadvantage board. I already know what's coming. So everything he just already harped on with, with Dennis Rodman being a loose cannon. Then you had Scottie Pippen with the injury out the whole time. Then with Scottie Pippen being out, he turned Dennis Rodman into a number two option. And he was holding it down. Then go take a break. Then go do WCW during that time. And Michael Jordan wasn't the same. I think this ring has to be number one because you look at the 72 and 10 ring, they was pushing on all cylinders. Jordan, yeah, only problem was maybe with Robin being a loose cannon, but Scotty was at top tier, all the role players at top tier, and Jordan was on a mission that year. So he was they was playing great. But that last run, and knowing that that was gonna be the last championship where they told you you could go 82 and 0, and you still I still wouldn't hire you. It was so much turmoil going with that team and to still win 60 plus games and to still win the championship. I think you have to put that number one because Hey, don't no other championship had that many problems. All the other championships, most problem you had was Jordan being a loose cannon and being a crazy leader, and then Rotman during the second run. That's it. But no other championship had that much that many problems. No a team in NBA history can go through all that and still win the championship and still win 60 plus games. So I'm voting the last dance ring number one. 72 and 10. That ain't enough. <laughs> to me. <laughs> I mean, it's a 72 win. That's so impressive, winning 72 games. Again, you had Ku coach there, finding his stride. Steve Kerr was still there. Dennis Rodman. I mean, it was just a great team all around. I know, sure, Michael Jordan probably wasn't, you know, at his peak peak, but he was still he was still Michael Jordan. Scottie Pippen was still relatively close to his peak. I'm going to tell you why. Attack. Look, look, the, if only if all if y'all only 2001 case, Lakers, Kobe and Shaq didn't. Oh, shit. Up, <laughs> but I don't know. Just snatch the mic from y'all like how Kanye did uh, Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> but all I'm saying is this, though, right? If 72 Sorry, wins Marsh. is that impressive, that's only to your heart, but that's not enough because we just talked about one of the, the second highest ring. I mean, second highest championship win rate. Y'all got it at the bottom of the list at 69 wins. That's only three more wins. So what's the is, is the record that much impressive? If that was the if that was the case, y'all should have put the sixty nine win higher. No, because sixty nine isn't seventy two. That's not enough, Mars. I'm not pulling. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not trying to change okay. my mind because if ninety eight goes first, I have no problem. Zero. Oh, okay, cool. So, so that one and two to me, I don't who, care. Say ninety eight. No, who had the top of the road based on the teams they played in those two? Ninety six was tougher to me. Ninety six in terms of competition. Of playoffs, yeah. So 96 was tougher too because now, yeah, they played the Pacers in the conference finals. I think That's seven games, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they might have, I want to be wrong, they might have played. Charlotte I'm gonna look it up right now. I guess, okay, yeah, so, yeah. 72 and, 10. And, I, and I think they played they the, the Nets, they played the Nets, yeah, they beat the Nets in the first round. Charlotte and Indiana with the road to the finals. That's that's a win, bro. That's a Indiana, Indiana was. Competition. Indiana was tough. Yeah, Indiana. The first two I'm rounds. Yeah, I was going to say. I got a especially question. Compared, especially compared to 96 for me. The guy that you don't like talking about, Mars, was 98 his, it wasn't, wasn't that his MVP season, right? Or no? Yeah, he was MVP in 98. Oh, and he beat the MVP? Oh, yeah. Mass, mass clears. Last day was clears. He shouldn't have been the MVP, but he was the MVP. I mean, but we ain't got to talk about what he shouldn't have. should have been. There's a lot of things he shouldn't and <laughs> shouldn't be doing. Yeah, he beat the MVP, know. but he shouldn't have been. Yeah. He, Yo, uh, chill. I, I, who in '98? Yeah, he's not the MVP. Well, who's the MVP oh, in '98? We, we, yeah. we, we already had this conversation. In '97, Jordan should have won the league MVP, and in '98, right. Malone should have won it. That's the. It should have been flipped okay. around. Oh, so right. Malone wasn't the MVP in '97. '98. Jordan should have won it. Jordan should have won it that year. Jordan should have won oh, it. Oh, so he didn't beat the MVP. And Malone should have won it in '98. 
Yo, fellas, we, 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 we got to get down to the bottom of this, though. Anyway, I'm sorry. Which which one are we taking? 98 or 96? Last day. So nice, 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 nice. got 98. Mars yeah, got 96. I got 96. They didn't make a movie. got 96. Chill. <laughs> I didn't. I'm picking anything. I'm picking anything. I got to stay consistent. And, I mean, I know 97 is already off the board, so it's got to be 96. All right. Oh, SB, you're cooked, buddy. Oh, oh, which which one do you prefer? Say it again. 90, 96 Bulls in their, uh, the ring that they won that year or the 98 Bulls in the ring that they won that year? The 98 Bulls, man. Let's go. <laughs> let's, let's, we need a poll in the chat. We need a poll in the chat. Mike scored half the points in the closeout. The polls, the walk-off. I mean, it's nothing more beautiful, bro. The steel, the steel, the 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 walk down, the crossover, the pose, the walk off. This shit was perfect, man. I think Mike had the least amount of house. Shout out ticket, man. Sure, but Dub, you on mute while you talking your nonsense. Yeah, but seven. Nah, I mean, ticket, you are you are fucking disgusting, ticket. <laughs> you are disgusting. This, this is how we started. You are Ticket. disgusting. We just had know. company, right? We just had company that we had to deal with. And now we got more company that's coming in here screaming. This is the kind of nonsense we got to no. put up with on the chill, right? chill. Oh, this, this is disgusting. What? This is disgusting. Ticket, change your picture to the first picture. The first picture was worse. You ain't seen the first picture. You ain't seen the first picture. The first picture was worse. Oh, yeah, that's the first one, dog. That, that's the first one. Ticket spitting facts, though. Look, mm-hmm. hey, what dub go, dub? Look at this picture. Wait, so I still think we won, though, right? Oh, oh yeah, it was pretty Yeah, dub, look, you man. Yeah, you're disgusting. Yeah, ticket's disgusting, bro. Hey, yo. All right, so here's the list right here. The most impressive rings by Michael Jordan. Um, At six, we have the Suns. At five, we have uh, in 1993. At five, we have the Lakers in 1991. At four, we have the Jazz in 1997. At three, we have the Blazers in 1992. At two, oops, see, that's why the list is you don't even want to say it. The list is flawed. At two, we have the 1998 ring against the Jazz, and at one, we have the 1996, 72, and 10 season. You know what's crazy now that I'm looking at this list? The Bulls beat the entire. Pacific Division. Yeah. That's look, at all, look at all that weak competition in the finals. That's crazy. crazy. <laughs> look at all that weak That's competition crazy. in the finals. Hey, look, just because your boy was getting his head pushed in at a competition is so dominant. Hey, no, man, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't see no Kevin Durant Warriors on there, team that hey, can beat up. I don't look, see no all I'm uh, is, you, you can push all the agendas you want on Open yeah, Gym. Exactly. We got time for yeah. that. Okay. <laughs> hey, Mars, I got to bounce, brother. I'll see you dudes tomorrow. Yes, hey, what, Mars, what y'all doing on open gym? Let me see. Let me look. Yeah, what are we doing on open gym? Oh, we just skipped this. I guess y'all have to what tune y'all... in to find out, bro. Like the video, yeah. subscribe. Tune in to find out. Oh, I just send me the link. Just, just send me the link now so I can just already be there. 